Free Talk Live. Nikki, do you have enough volume? May I, I may, do. may I turn your volume up? No? Okay. Perfect. We're just rebooting. That's all. Yeah, that's all. You know. <laughs> Technicalties. Please stand by. Technicalties. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, it's Free Talk Live. Welcome, everybody. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, I usually say some stuff right about now, don't I? Yeah, sometimes. I think I have, oh, I have, <laughs> Something I have like that. traditional We're things to do. We've got to reboot you. I think. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you turned me off and turned me back on recently? <laughs> Are you plugged Does in? Does anybody have a bowl of rice? <laughs> Is he plugged in? Is it, oh, rice, uh, in quotes. Yes, rice. That's what I need a bowl of. <laughs> um, Captain's Log. There you go. Stardate 12032023. It is Free Talk Live. I am your host, the... <laughs> Authentic Lord Reverend Doctor Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, man. <sighs> Joining me, Steve Classic and Nikki. <laughs> now that that's uh, out of the change. way, right? That was a change. <laughs> There's something else that I normally do, right? Uh, the phone the number. Starting? I did that. Phone yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's six zero three two eight three six one six zero. It is a live call-in talk radio program. We're on. I don't know, 180 radio stations, something like that. So yeah. You uh, can call in. You can. 603-283-6160. Yeah, change the subject right now, please. Santa Claus <laughs> was gunned down. Ah! <laughs> Hope he's got a good lawyer. <laughs> Christmas is ruined. I'm trying ah! to remember. I didn't write this, but it's one of the earliest parodies I remember ever learning, and it was well before I discovered who Dr. Demento was. Well before I think Weird Al even released anything, uh, as far as his parody career is concerned, it was a parody of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and it was uh, Rudolph the Six-Gun Shooter. Oh, had a very shiny gun. Wow! And if you ever saw it, you would turn around and run. Dang! All of the other hunters used to laugh and call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any hunting games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your gun so bright, won't you shoot my wife tonight? Oh, my God. Why, sure, said Rudolph. <laughs> then how the hunters loved him as they shouted out with glee, Rudolph, the six-gun shooter, you'll go down in history. That's a new one for me. I've wow. never heard that one. Yeah. I just uh, know the jingle bells, Batman smells, <laughs> right, Robin right, right, right. And That's the only line I know. I only know wholesome, wholesome, Christmas, wholesome Christmas parodies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have some. Uh, they're they're COVID carols. They, yes, they are yes, parodies. The COVID carols. Yes. Uh, they should be busted out. It is December now. Yep. So over at Kick a- Cap. Uh, what is my website? <laughs> I don't know. It's Captain Kickass. Right? Yeah. It's Captain Kickass. dot com. Don't you have another one I, that links to the same thing? Well, okay, but like that's the easiest one to remember. Yeah. Captain Kickass. dot com. I I didn't. I had a bunch of other websites that weren't that, and then I finally got this one. So now that's the yeah, one. Yeah, that's the one. I've had it for a couple of years now, but like sometimes it can be hard to get website. Like even if it's 
Just a domain that oh, no this, one's using. I had to pay six hundred bucks. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, somebody else owned it and like they wanted I don't know twelve hundred, thirteen hundred bucks That's for crazy. it or something like that. And I was like, no, no, no. Well, you uh, offer them, offer them five hundred. You yeah. know, and they were like, well, we'll do it for six. I'm like, okay, one time fee, six hundred bucks. It sucks, man. Like, insane. I didn't really have six hundred bucks at the time yeah. to do it, but I figured out a way to make it work, and so I did because. Yeah. I was just tired of not having it. And yeah. like here was the first Especially opportunity. Especially if someone's not using it. It's like, come right. on, man. They're holding it for ransom. Yeah, it was basically. that's literally yeah. what they were doing. It was just a parking page. Well, I know um some people who will like they have kind of a business doing that. Like they'll just buy up random domains yep. and then just wait until someone wants it. And then it's like if that's your business name, yep. you're gonna it. pay for it because like you need that website. You guys know what? Toll free telephone numbers on, yeah. right? 800-888-866-8666 and 855, if you don't know, are also right. uh, toll free numbers. And I think yep. they're either going to release or have released 844 as well. Yeah, we're running out of phone numbers. Yeah, they'll do like 833 too, whatever. Yeah. They've got plenty to, yeah. to, to draw from. But my point is, whenever they release a new uh, prefix, right? So. I was working in telephony when they released 877. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Right? So, like, they didn't exist. One of my jobs, along with another guy, was to log into this, we'll call it a database. Uh, it was the RESP org database, responsible mm. organization. Oh, they called responsible. It. It's all very FCC, you mm-hmm. know, regulated. And our job was to get vanity numbers and reserve them in the business that I worked for his oh. uh, name. Okay. So, like... You know, one eight hundred flowers, right? Well, yeah, oh. so hey, like, do you want to have eight seven seven flowers too? Like, we would reserve these vanity yeah. numbers, and then our salespeople would try and go and sell them. So it's we like had the like, old school version of the website domain thing, right? Yeah, right. And so we had like eight seven seven Microsoft or whatever the you know. <laughs> right. yeah. the, there's a couple extra letters there, but like yeah. essentially, right, that type of a thing. So they would go and reserve these vanity numbers, and then our salespeople would go out and try and sell them. Like one eight hundred illiteracy. Because that's, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. like, even yeah. now, I think a toll-free number is 10 cents a minute to the owner. So, but you don't even need a toll-free number. No. Right? With yeah. a, I mean, every call is pretty much free. Yeah. There's, yeah. Your, What's there's the cell toll? phone. There's no toll. It, yeah. It's What's 10 cents a minute, though, right, for, like, if you're a business and you want to have your own toll-free number, uh, you pay 10 cents a minute for every For call. them to call you. Yeah. Wow. That's how that works. There should be incentive to have the customer there, service reps working. There are still harder. reasons, plenty of good business reasons to have a toll-free number. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> we, can't, we can't think of any, but I'm but there's sure plenty. there's plenty. Um, yeah, like like on a personal level, if uh, like you, let's just say your family goes to jail a lot. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to right? that. Okay, one eight hundred bail bonds. Well, yeah. I, you know, oh, you know, because like you have to get credits. Like you're allowed one phone call, or so they say, right? But you have to like purchase credits to make phone calls if you don't have that kind so of. So if you have a toll free number that negates if, that, right? Like if you if really? you have a personal toll free number and you give it to your daughter or you know whatever whoever it is in your family that. You know, gets you out. Uh, yeah, like they can make that call without paying for it. They can just really? go to any phone and dial the number oh, with right. no need to pay for it because it's already being billed to you. It's like a collect call in that respect. That's I didn't know that. Yeah, you can get a personal way. toll-free number pointed at like your cell phone, for example. Yeah. You oh, just redirect. don't want to give it out to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because it's going to cost you 10 cents a minute, you know? Yeah. So anyway, I don't know why we're talking about that now. Yeah. But Santa Claus <laughs> apparently was gunned down. Apparently. Apparently. Not by a parent. Uh, 
Which, by the way, if there's any children listening, uh, Santa Claus is not real. It's no, your parents. Oh yeah, we have to do this every year. Oh, yep. That's the disclaimer? I usually wait until Christmas yeah. to do it. But you, you don't do the countdown? Like, December. we're going to talk about Santa Claus, you close your ears? No? just No, we actually had somebody call in. Like, and he, I forget who it was, but it was like a regular caller. Like, yeah. he had called before. They were like, Captain, I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, yeah. They, he, <laughs> you, like, he, like, like scolded like, us. Yeah. And he was like... I listened to this show with my five-year-old granddaughter or whatever, and I was like, why are you listening to this show with a five-year-old, first of all? <laughs> I mean, our humor is kind of lowbrow, so maybe. Yeah, I mean, we can only say so much on the uh, the radio. You know, we can't get, like, too dirty, this but is, we this is what say I, some things that are pushing the envelope, this you is, know what I mean? This is what I find funny, though, is, like, somebody's berating me for telling the truth. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, um, it's weird, too, because yeah. I, I have... I have people in my my social circle, my greater social circle, not necessarily here in New Hampshire. In fact, specifically not here in New Hampshire, who um, I don't know how to say it, but like their demeanor now uh, is like like they're mad at me because like I moved away. Oh, okay. Right? That's like crabs in a bucket. But like you got out, we need to pull you back down. Yeah, yeah. kind of. But like I'm That's like kind of weird though. Like why why would you be mad at me for doing something that I wanted to do that I was <laughs> yeah. driven to do and. You know, like, that's just, right. it, it's like that meme that's going around about, like, uh, you know, I've never had such a weird feeling as being uh, hated for loving freedom. Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> yeah. it feels like that, yeah. like, a little bit, right? I'm like, yeah. that's weird to get that vibe off of people that, like, you know, who are supposedly and it is, my friends. It is kind know? of strange, too, like, if someone's leveling up or they're developing or they're, you know, they're improving their life. It's strange to kind of hold that against somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. Oh, you moved out of your hometown. Like, we hate you now. <laughs> right. It's like, You're uh, not a local anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, well, I mean, kind of weird. You, but... I mean, if, if you look at the the, the whole uh, Cerveza sickness, the vaccine, I yeah. mean, how many yeah. people were just torn apart by that? Just oh, that yeah. philosophy. Oh, you're not getting it? Yeah. Oh, you're not my friend anymore. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. I'll come to your funeral. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, yeah, people got really crazy oh, the past few crazy years. crazy with that. Like it, yeah, like you said, like it tore families apart. Luckily, my family's pretty cool because I I do have some um, pretty I, extreme to like a normie status perspective, sure, political yeah. beliefs, yeah. and I've always kind of like everything I do, I like take it all the way. Yeah. Um. So my family's kind of used to that with me. Yeah. Uh, You're but a bit no all one, or nothing, you say? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> me too. Um. <laughs> and my my family's never held it against me, you know, if yeah. somebody's interested enough or if something I say bothers them enough, they will reach out to me and be like, hey, that wasn't cool or whatever. Or if it's just like an uncomfortable thing, it's like, yeah, Thanksgiving, Christmas, like maybe let's not talk about, you know, vaccinations at the dinner table. I mean, I no truth zone. You know, yeah. and if it comes up, then, you know, we're, we're, I'm not offended by having like an open discussion with people, um, even on like taboo topics. Yeah. Um, but I've never been like ostracized by like friends or family. Like my it's family's not, pretty pretty accepting. They're you know they're. It's just a couple of people that I just didn't expect it from. You know what I mean? Like there's people in my life that I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to be judgy. You yeah, know, yeah, whatever, and that's fine. But like a couple of people I didn't expect it from. Uh, that's not to say like I'm not trying to bag on like my my friends who you know aren't here in New Hampshire, but um, I, I have plenty of them who are like, dude, you were never going to do anything else. 
You know? Really? And, and they're like, like you were always going to leave, and like I'm glad you did. You're in a place that you enjoy now. You're around people. Enjoy your no sales tax. Your no yeah, income you're, tax. You're, you're around yeah. people who enjoy you know freedom. are of like minded, <laughs> you know, nests. So if you how will. long were you in um, Seattle for? Twenty two years. Twenty two. Yeah. So that yeah, that's like the bulk of your life. Okay. So like even though that's not like where you grew up, I mean that is where you. It's where I had all my fun. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's where you live. Like, I mean, that was yeah. your home for a I very long there, time. Let me yeah. see, how old was I? I was like 25 or 26 when yeah, I was so there. Yeah, so that's like all of your adult life, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you do? You, I mean, do you rub it in to the folks back in Seattle? Like, oh, it's just so great here in New Hampshire. Oh, because I do that to some of my Connecticut friends. Like, they're complaining I mean, about something. It's just like, well, you know, no they, problems up here. They heard all of that on my way out. Yeah. <laughs> so I no, I I don't you know. They they know they yeah. know what I'm doing you know they listen to the sh- like, yeah. same people like will tune in every now and again and right. hear the show like oh yep there's Captain yep yeah so like, well and the thing about Connecticut I feel like if you're in New England and you're any sort of freedom lover it's like it's a hop skip and a jump away you know like right. for me to move here it was no big deal at all yeah. I could have moved somewhere in Massachusetts and it would have been way further away like if I moved to Cape Cod yeah it would have yeah. been Four way further hours. away. <laughs> Than moving to Keene right, right. was from like where I was living in Massachusetts. Right. You know what I mean? Like I was yeah. just right over the border. It was so easy for me to move here. It, it just, it's kind of a no brainer. And I think of that of some of my friends who live, you know, where I kind of grew up in like that area where it's like, you live 10 minutes away from yeah. New Hampshire. Like why 20 don't miles, I, just come on up. Yeah. Why don't you just, you know, your life could be substantially better. And like for me, New Hampshire is an amalgam of Western Washington and Wisconsin. So I was born, raised in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, then I sort of wandered the earth, like came from Kung Fu for a few years. And then I went to Minnesota for, I don't know, three, four years or something before I finally moved to Seattle and mm-hmm. sort of stayed there. But New Hampshire is this amalgam of of Western Washington, which is all mountains, by the way, right? Uh, the Seattle, the greater Seattle area, that whole West Coast of Washington mm-hmm. state is nothing but hills and mountains. And you know lakes and rivers, so uh, it's all. I'm used to you know up and down, yeah, you know the curvy up. roads, similar you know, up here, lots yeah. of bridges, all that kind of stuff. And then having grown up in Wisconsin, I'm I'm not unfamiliar and lived in Minneapolis too. I'm not unfamiliar with winter, right? <laughs> and I have to say, uh, a lot of uh, you hear frequently from people who are like, "Well, I'd moved to New Hampshire, but I hate snow. Or, it really oh, snow it's too that cold." Much here. Like. I, and it doesn't really I, get that having, cold. Having grown up in Wisconsin and then also lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, I can say that the winters in Minneapolis, Minnesota are way more severe than they ever were in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say that the winters in Wisconsin are way more severe than any winter I've had here. Yeah. We actually have very mild weather out here. It's, I don't know if it's a coastal thing or I, the I, science behind I mean, it or Buffalo. the mountains. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo gets more snow than anywhere. Yeah, I mean, time. yeah, and that's and, just right in New York. And so. the interesting thing, like even though both Minnesota and Wisconsin are four-season uh, areas, the four seasons here are almost exact one quarter of the year. Mm. Whereas in like Wisconsin and Minnesota, like winter tends to last a little bit longer. Okay. Then, yeah, an extra three you know, weeks. You know, summer's a little bit shorter, right? Yeah. Somehow, you know, spring or fall, you know, yeah. could be longer or shorter depending on how the year goes. But like the winter seems to, at least in Minnesota anyway, seems to last from literally Halloween. You know, mm-hmm. until wow. mid-April, you know, mid yeah, March or something like that, yeah. mid-April. I 
enjoy the um, seasons. So, but the, I enjoy the weather. The here. four seasons here are like it's one quarter of the year, almost to the day. Yeah, yeah. you know, and so that's it's pretty. It, it it goes by rather fast. I yeah, it does. I, I was surprised at each of the winters here. We have had some pretty good dumpings of snow and that kind yeah. of stuff, but. I had to reacquaint myself with a shovel. And I bought a <laughs> snowblower. Yeah, you know, that part sucks. Finally got a snowblower. So like, whatever. It's not that big a deal. It really isn't. Yeah. It's no, not going to snow. snow this year because I just bought a tractor with a plow. I know, right? Yeah, we're going to so get So it's yeah, going to sit exactly. in the garage yep. <laughs> until next year. So. All right. So Santa, Tell us about Claus Santa Claus apparently was gunned down oh. Oh, oh, oh. in a suspected drive-by shooting. <laughs> My gosh. Where was this? Detroit? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Chicago. Um, I don't think Santa goes to Chicago. <laughs> we'll find out the subheadline. So the, the the headline reads, Mystery, as inflatable Santa gunned down in suspected drive-by oh, shooting. Oh, inflatable. Families do something like that? Like, what a Grinch. Family's holiday cheer was suddenly deflated when they found their giant Santa inflatable flat on the ground with an apparent bullet hole in it. Apparent. Apparent. Uh, All right. A Kentucky resident. Wow. Kentucky? That doesn't really seem like something that would happen there. A Kentucky. uh, Kentuckians are. Louisville? Yeah. Well, I mean. They're either smashing mailboxes or gunning down. Really? I've never been there, so I can't actually really speak to that, but. They're famous for whiskey. Yeah. It it just feels like an urban thing to do. And fried chicken. (laughs) Santa. (laughs) Apparently. A Kentucky resident is furious after his inflatable Santa decoration was downed in an apparent drive-by shooting. <laughs> Donald Nelson had just finished putting up Christmas decorations outside his family home in Lexington days earlier, including a brand-new $200 giant inflatable Ew. Father Christmas for the front yard. Not to be confused with the wacky, wailing, flying, flaying <laughs> inflatable arm guy yeah. or whatever. That <laughs> All right. Was. Yet the family's holiday cheer was suddenly deflated when they found the inflatable flat on the ground one evening with a large hole in it, WLEX reported. Mr. Nelson told the outlet that he and his wife had been sitting on the couch around 8.15 when they heard a small bang outside. He went out to investigate, and what he found was his new Santa lying on the ground. At first, he thought nothing of it until he looked at his home security camera and saw what appeared to be the moment the inflatable was shot at by someone in a car. Wow, look at that. The camera footage obtained by WLEX shows the car turning around while the sound of a firearm rings out. Seconds later, the Santa falls back and starts to deflate. <laughs> they have a, Very dramatic. They have a picture of it from the... Yeah. There's like half of an American flag in the frame, and then you can see like the fully inflated Santa and the car, quote-unquote. Yeah. Security camera. Yeah, it's a it's a poor photo. On closer inspection, the inflatable was found to have a large eighteen inch bullet hole in it. Eighteen. Eighteen. That what does that sound like a bullet hole to you? Well, I mean, maybe if, if it, it, it split, tore, yeah, yeah it split. I yeah, guess. But I wouldn't I could... call that a bullet hole. I don't know. That's just a strange way to say it. Like, well, let's see inch. if they found an actual. Because I'm thinking, like, you could probably take one of these out with like a wrist rocket or a BB gun. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like that. Like, oh, they shot it with a nine I don't millimeter. Know. This thing is this thing is inflating all the time. So I think a little hole probably would wouldn't deflate the thing. Oh, it's con- it's got the fan in it that yeah. keeps it inflated. I think if you hit the fan, then you know you would you would take the thing out permanently. Luckily, Mister Nelson said he had some friendly neighbors who will sew Santa up again so he can return to his position in the front yard. But he said he fears the apparent shootings could happen again. 
There are multiple neighbors that have inflatables too, and I mean, certainly they could be targeted as well, he told the outlet. Santa needs an inflatable AR. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, he needs inflatable <laughs> secret servicemen yeah. standing on either side secret, of him secret service with snowman. inflatable earpieces, <laughs> right? Exactly. You know, and inflatable dark sunglasses. Uh, right. <laughs> Maybe they Crazy. need to wear uh, what is it? What is it? The the government the the infiltrators they always wear uh, it's the, uh, the the pants with the pockets on them. Oh, look, what, what cargo pants? Yeah, cargo yeah. pants. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, what do they call them? Agents provocateur. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if they've done just one, they'll probably do several, he said. If it does happen again, he hopes his neighbors can catch the license plate of the vehicle to track down the culprits. While luckily no one was hurt, apart from the inflatable Santa, in the incident, Mr. Nelson said the situation was no laughing matter. Yeah, there we go. At the end of the day, those people were discharging a firearm at someone's home. Which could have more dangerous dangerous consequences. Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, a couple of things here. If this is me, uh, I, as fast as possible, put that Santa back up. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. Because... It's a broken uh, window policy. Yeah, I ain't going to let some bastards, as they say here in the Northeast, bastards. I'm not going to let some bastards uh, <laughs> deflate my Santa yeah. and, and take the fun out of, you know, my my decorations. Yeah, and right. you got to, like like you said, throw some cargo pants on them, no, give them an ca- AR, maybe make khakis. a sign. <laughs> Not cargo yeah, pants, ca- khakis. Yeah, khakis. But but in Boston, khakis means something different. <laughs> khakis. Oh. <laughs> Get your khakis. The khakis. Hand me my khakis. <laughs> Here. No, those are my pants. I need my khakis. <laughs> Your what? Oh, that's uh, funny. Keys are my car. Pack the car. Yeah, the car's packed around the corner. <laughs> Sorry. Well, we are. It's we are. Sunday. That's great. It's that day. It's the unplugged version. Yeah, this is the day when Free Talk Live sort of relaxes a little bit and is trying to be less serious. Yeah, something. I like know that. somebody's gonna call about the the warships in the Red Sea. Yes. Right, somebody's gonna call. So, like, yeah, we know. It's yeah, happening. we're gonna enjoy ourselves until but, that moment. Yeah, but like, yeah, they fine. did a drive by on that boat just like they did the Santa, right? I don't know if it was the same car, but I think they're, you know. But again, this who knows if that's true. If you're but drunk. But why are we talking about this? We, well, let's someone call in and talk about If it. you're drunk and you're driving a boat and you get pulled over, do you get a BUI? Uh, maybe. OUI. Operating under the yeah. influence. Yeah. Not a boating while intoxicated. <laughs> right. While the officer says, anything on your boat that you shouldn't have? It's like, yeah, you. <laughs> get off my boat. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. Coming up, we're going to talk about actual real pirates. It's Free Talk Live. This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project to have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Every month, 10% of the mining rewards go into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash masternodes. The masternodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by that treasury. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first nearly a decade ago. 
Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org. Thank you, Steve Classic, for the uh, like you. for that feline rendition of our bumper music, Love which it. is gotta um, have it, which uh, is very bumpery. The bumper music, by the way, is by an outfit called Rebel Inc. Rebel Inc. So, if you, Inc. Yeah, if you enjoy the bumper music, uh, you might enjoy their actual music. Uh, they did, of course, give us permission to use their music. <laughs> Maybe uh, not after the meowing. They may, they may, yeah, they may be like, oh, <laughs> no, we heard that Steve Classic guy. You guys meowing yeah, tomorrow. We tomorrow. rescind our, our, <laughs> our consent. But I think uh, one day I was meowing to a Doors song, <laughs> and Matt was like, Jim Harrison or Jim Morrison would be rolling in his grave right now if he knew if he was alive you were today. Meowing he'd be over, uh, you know, like Riders on the Storm right. or whatever. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. I'm like meow 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 meow. If he was alive today, he'd be rolling in his grave. Yep. Page not found. Do you have a cached version on your device there, Mister Classic? Well, I'll see if I can find it. We may have to shift shift to a 1.5 story. Is there a you know another? I can source. Yes, I will. Uh, I'll throw that in the uh, chat if you would like. I'm going to search right now. We have a, a number two story <laughs> but it's for the, you. It's the second link I sent. Is it the HP? HP. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So <laughs> uh, normally here on free, maybe speaking, <laughs> they're scrubbing the internet of the story, maybe because it's maybe so bad. <laughs> no. they have to scrub it. Maybe once you pop, you can't stop. What? <laughs> We're kind of giving it away here. Um, we try on the Sunday edition of Free Talk Live to have a number two story, and we have one. And when we went to go pull it up, it was gone. Yeah. Like they, somehow flushed. the USA Today took yep. it down or whatever. And uh, so we were looking for an archived version of it, and we finally found this uh, from from the HuffPo. Ohio attorney suspended after pooping in Pringles can and throwing it from his car. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like the you know only I mean? thing like, that the only thing that could have made this times. the only like, thing that could have made this funnier is if he like set it on fire before yeah, he threw right. it. Right, it dropped like, it off at city like hall, a, like a bomb or something. Yeah, yeah, city hall, like, right on the it's, doorstep. It's not a Molotov cocktail. That's different. This is something else. We've never heard of this, but. You know, revolutionary. Jack Blakesley claimed he enjoyed imagining the look of surprise on people's faces when they discovered his creations. His creations. <laughs> creations. Oh, Apparently wow. he thinks... Now uh, this is getting weird. He thinks moving his bowels is artistic. Yeah. Okay. 
Criminal defense attorney Jack Blakesley presumably plans to change the subject the next time someone asks him how work is going. <laughs> the Ohio Supreme Court suspended Blakesley on Tuesday for some decidedly unprofessional behavior, pooping in a Pringles can and flinging it onto the parking lot of a crime victim advocacy center Whoa. in Cambridge, Ohio in November of 2021. That sounds like a hate crime. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I mean, does he hate Pringles? <laughs> you know, oh, it's a victim advocacy group. He hates victims. Yeah, <laughs> he hates these cans. Yeah. Anybody? No. Okay. Steve Martin. <laughs> no. The jerk. No. Uh, he hates oh. these cans. Have you oh, ever seen the jerk? Shooting, they're shooting the yeah. oil cans. Yeah. They're, they're shooting. Right? The, yeah. Yeah. He hates these, these cans. cans. <laughs> the okay. So the guy got suspended. Uh, the court suspended him for one year, with six months stayed for the gross act and said his conduct adversely reflects on his fitness to practice law. I mean... Kinda. Like, I think I'm with you, Steve. If he'd have chucked it at, like, the courthouse or the state house or, you know, some government facility, right, I might be of the opposite opinion right here. I might be like, no, that actually makes him far more qualified to practice. Oh, yeah, like, right. right. Cool. Like, yeah. Like, I trust know, that guy. You know, yeah. But, yeah, I would hire him probably. I'd hire that guy. And yeah. I have no idea like what victim advocacy group was targeted here. So, yeah, I got no opinion on that. It does sound bad, though. It's like, oh. Yeah, you, he might have lost a case to those guys or something, the victim ad- advocacy group. I mean, yeah, they could be awful, but it kind of just seems bad. It's like. Victim advocacy, like, typically that sounds like a good thing, right? Like, right. oh, you're advocating for victims, and it's like, <laughs> Yes, we need throwing... more victims. I'm advocating for victims. <laughs> yeah. right? no. There's not enough victims in the world. Right. Everybody yeah. needs to become a victim. Well, may, well, well, now they are a victim of the Pringles can. That's a, so. that's a demented yeah. definition of vic- victim advocacy. Yeah. <laughs> we need more Sorry, I didn't mean to pull the rug from, from under you. You were okay. in mid-stride, and I just, shoop. They're like victims. Victim. Advocacy. We need more. <laughs> I'm pro victim. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Anyway, the article continues. The court noted there was clear and convincing evidence that Blakesley targeted the Haven of Hope Center, which employed people whom he admitted he'd known for years and whom he was probably going to see in court just minutes. After tossing the Pringles can oh. into the center's parking lot. It's shaking them up a little bit. You know what this reminds me of? That, uh, is it the, hmm, I'm trying to remember. Was, was it the kids in the hall? I think it was. Or maybe it was, no, it was the Upright Citizens Brigade. Uh, I have not heard of this. There's a bit called Ass Pennies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that and sounds You're digging deep here. And I, and I well, in that skit they are too. <laughs> um. Without getting too descriptive, the skit is basically uh, two guys on a golf course. One guy not successful, the other guy super successful. And he's like, dude, just tell me your secret. How how are you so much more successful? We're in the same profession, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, uh, well, reach into your pocket there. Grab, you know, you got some change? He's like, yeah. He's like, you see all them pennies there? Guess where they've been? So the idea is that he takes pennies and does things with them to himself. And then distributes them, and that gives him a sense of superiority to Whoa. everybody. I've, I've heard of this. And is why he's so successful. Now, it's a hilarious skit. If I've you actually seen done it. this, and this is how I got so successful. With the pennies? Yeah, with pennies. Yeah. Really? I, yeah. I have no change in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what this reminds me of, right? Like, here's yeah. a guy who's trying to, like, you know, he's going to court, so he needs a power play. He needs a power move, something right. like, yeah. you know. And so he decides to 
mm, poop in a Pringles can <laughs> and chuck it onto the property of the, who he's going to battle yeah. with. Right. right? It, Just uh, throw him off guard. Which it's almost crazy. like uh, like in Pupping Iron when Arnold Schwarzenegger hid the T-shirt from uh, Lou Ferrigno. Okay, now I don't know how what this guy looks like or you know what kind of physical condition he's in or whatever, but I don't believe that I could. My aim isn't that good, is what I'm saying. Like I don't believe yeah. that I could do that and get it in the can without some sort of intervention with a device, a scooper, a device, yeah. a you know, uh, uh, something, right? You know, like. Or, you know, a dog scooper, right? You want to pluck it out of the toilet and then chuck it in the can or something? Like, and we can't be too descriptive here. So. Yeah. A, a, a knife, you know, you might, knife. you might need the poop knife. To, you know. The things we talk about. Surveillance video shows Blake Slee driving by the parking lot, slowing down, <laughs> turning around, and passing it a second time. Yeah. He then tosses the can Another out of his car by. and drives off. To the courthouse. Yeah, a lot of drive-bys tonight. Yeah, get that package we left out, left off for you. The Pringles package. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't. I probably have enemies, but they're not like, you know, not like sworn in. Not like yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. I I don't nemesis. There are people. Nemesis-ish. There are people who have harmed me in my life that I wouldn't yeah. even think of doing this to. Yeah, that, it's kind of just you know, like I'm like move I, on, you know. This doesn't seem it's to have any weird. purpose. It's also strange. You know what I mean? It's like a you know high school prank. I or would only like that. I would only do something like that. I wouldn't do it to like get at somebody. I would just do it like out of pure necessity. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, like this is my only option right now. I gotta do this. I'm stuck in an elevator. Okay, when- I'm stuck in an <laughs> elevator. Oh All I have is Pringles can. Pringles can. Like you know something like that. I couldn't imagine being like. I hope I got my aim. I right. mean, I would do the like the flaming dog poop bag before. Right. I would do something I, like that. I've done like that. A classic. I've actually done that. I've like done that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done that. It's before. fun. Yeah. Um, like we didn't have the internet growing up. We had to manufacture yeah, our own creative. fun, and right. so. Yeah, ding dong ditch. Yeah, that yeah, turned into that. that turned into the flaming, you know, yeah. bag of dog poo. Um, prank phone prank calls. phone calls. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You know all that kind of stuff because nobody it's could trace lost that. Art. It's a lost art. Nobody could trace yeah. that. Everyone's nobody... gonna ring doorbell now. You're busted. Yeah. But as an adult, it's like you don't have anything better to do. I don't have the time in my day to be like I'm gonna go do a drive by. <laughs> this guy had to be pretty like crap in a up, Pringles can, upset like, and motivated. To do this, right? Yeah. This, this took some took thought. Right? Yeah. yeah. This, this is, is premeditated. Yeah. This is premeditated. <laughs> it's, a, it's, probably, it it's probably just spontaneous. Regular. Like, yeah. you know, he was just like, you know what? He drove by, he looked at it and was like, I hate those guys. No, he's, he's, in they, the, he's in the John doing his morning constitution. He's like, oh, bowl's full. Where can I put the rest of this? Oh, oh I'll just grab this empty Pringles can. You know, that vic- yeah. the victim advocacy group probably wouldn't let him use the bathroom at one time. So he got so this is his way of getting back at those you know people. What? I'm gonna start doing that to gas stations that deny me. You know, I'm on a road trip. I'll I'll be seeing you later. Yeah, when I come of, back through town, <laughs> I'll be seeing you later. We're thinking of a storage facility in Connecticut that may need a package too. <laughs> there <laughs> we're, used we're thinking to be about it. There used to be and maybe there still is. I don't remember the name of the website, but there used to be a website that you could go to. Uh and, and it started around the holidays some years ago. That you could go to and you could order 
like a gift box with a turd in it. A real one? Yeah, delivered. Delivered. I think it was a dog turd specifically <laughs> that you that they would anonymous, anonymously deliver to whomever. Right? You had to pay for it. I think it was fifty bucks or something. Right? And it shows up That's in like nuts. plain paper packaging. Fifty bucks. I can harvest my own for you know, you know less than. I mean, that's a steep price. Okay, but they also do it anonymously. So yeah, you know. Yeah, I know it is a lot of work. Maybe I would pay fifty bucks for that. I wouldn't, but no, that's actually dumb. Never but mind. at that point, you send it to someone you know and just see if they bring it up. <laughs> so what would you? Could you believe it? Would you get for Christmas? With their return no. address? <laughs> What'd you get for Christmas? Anything good? No. A witness <laughs> saw Blakesley throw the Pringles can and discovered the contents. She filed a report with Cambridge Police. Blakesley eventually pled guilty to a misdemeanor so charge. Like yeah, this was like a charge. He got charged. Misdemeanor charges, so plural, of disorderly conduct and littering. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely littering. And paid a $248 fine plus court costs. According to Court News Ohio, it was interesting. The, the so woman fifty found, bucks would have been cheaper. The woman found the the Pringles can. The woman saw oh, him chuck the can. Oh, that's why she opened it. it was like, and she, she was garbled, like, "What is this Pringles can? What is that man <laughs> throwing?" Right? You know, yeah. went out, picked up the can, and oh, it's not Pringles. <laughs> I'm hungry. What's in here? <laughs> oh, sweet! I love Pringles. <laughs> Shame people be throwing away perfect Pringles like that. It's, there's still something in it. Those are heavy Pringles. Well, we are off the rails. We have, we are, we are, we have gotten carried away. Oh, jeez. Please, right, please, please call, call now and, and change back. the subject. At his disciplinary hearing this week, <laughs> Blakesley denied that he intentionally chose the center as the target for his doo-doo-filled Pringles can. <laughs> Rather, he claimed he simply had a habit of putting his feces in containers and randomly tossing them from his vehicle as a prank. He estimated that he did this at least 10 times per year. He Whoa. sounds like a bad defense attorney if he's like admitting to all of this on the, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's giving up the ghost. You're supposed to be just be like that wasn't me or yep. something or what's yeah. the difference between? Oh, that? I do this all the time. That doesn't sound very good. What's the difference between a lawyer and a catfish? I don't know. One's a scum sucking bottom dweller, and one's a catfish. <laughs> the other one's a fish. <laughs> the other yeah. one's a fish. Yep. Uh, Blakesley said the prank was a way to blow off steam, and that he enjoyed imagining the look of surprise <laughs> on people's faces. When they discovered his creations. <laughs> his creations. His creations. Ten times a year. That's like once a month or yeah, something, you yeah. know? Maybe he ramps up around the holidays. Maybe it's all around the holidays and, you know, he just lays <laughs> off. You know, that's his Santa Claus. Yeah. Right? You know? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Blakesley, uh, no, Blakesley didn't claim to have any sort of mental illness. Well, you don't have to claim it to have one. <laughs> yeah. Now we know you're mentally ill. It's okay. You don't have to admit it. And he denied that his hobby... He's calling it a <laughs> hobby. Old. Was related to a diagnosis of PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, he received after serving in Vietnam. I mean, is that not a mental illness? I'm pretty mm, sure that's a diagnosed it, yeah. mental illness. It, it, it used to be. It's been called many things. Shell shock. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. 
uh, is the the one I remember. But now it's PTSD, right? Because yeah. right. that sounds way well, it, you know, so way less is, uh, culpable so, to the yeah, military. But, so yeah, shell shock is you know specifically like World War One, World War Two, like military things. Um, but PTSD, I I think just because like you can have PTSD from like anything. That's true. Car car accident or something like There's that. There's probably people having PTSD from this episode right now. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, there has to be something going on that's related to some of the things I went through in early life. Okay. The Ohio Supreme Court noted that the evidence in this case shows that despite societal standards of cleanliness and decorum, Blakesley failed to control his own bizarre impulses to place uh, feces-filled cans out in public for unsuspecting people to find. <laughs> The court said Blakesley's aberrant, ab- aberrant conduct. Abhorrent? Has, aberrant? I think it's supposed to be abhorrent, but oh. I don't know. His conduct has adversely reflected on his own fitness to practice law, brought discredit to the profession through significant media attention. Wait, that brings discredit to being a lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about all, what's all yeah. the other stuff? Then? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 99% of the lawyers give the other 1% a bad name. Ah, uh, man, I. I like sometimes I'm hopeful, you know, when I think about the the greater liberty movement, the freedom movement that's here in New Hampshire. Mm. When I think about stuff like the Free State Project, when I think about people coming and visiting and moving and all the great people that I've met since I got here, yeah. uh, you know, I, I feel hopeful. Right. I'm like, oh, right. man. But then I hear about stuff like this and I'm like, man, we're not going to make it, are we? The human race. that is. <laughs> Well, I you mean, know. this is in Ohio. Okay, but like geography is nothing. I mean, to it could be it. Florida, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, like, well, you look at oh, this. I don't this, know, man. this this probably happens all the time. It's just that it's getting reported now. You know about it, right? Right. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, people are still behaving very poorly and doing dumb things. Yeah. So, like, it like. Sometimes I'm hopeful. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. So. It's almost with with stuff like this. It's like a lack of control. You know what I mean? And it's it's a mix between like a lack of control and being such a weirdo. Yeah. Because this is a strange thing. This isn't like a nor like d- lack of control. Like oh, I'm mad at this person. I'm gonna go punch him in the face. It's like a normal more, more normal response, right? It's like okay, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But pooping in a Pringles can and throwing it, I mean, that's just the steps that had to happen. Yeah. And well, then the doing Pringles it first. regularly. <laughs> well, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't yeah. eat the Pringles. He could have just thrown them And out. maybe he uses a different receptacle each time. It's like whatever's on the floor in his car. He's like, oh, a McDonald's bag. Uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Bag of Doritos. <laughs> Wow. Um, first of all, I don't believe the guy when he says he wasn't targeting the uh, that. Advocacy. Oh, absolutely, oh, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was definite. And like, what I'm saying here is, is that that type of behavior, while is preferable to somebody doing a drive-by shooting, right? It's, it's the yeah. same type of behavior. He's doing it because he wants some sort of vengeance. He wants some yeah. sort of. Right, he wants to cause them something, right? That makes that that takes them out of their daily, their normal, right? right? That shocks them, right? Uh, So, you know, I don't want to commend a guy for this behavior, but you know, he he's not shooting people, so okay, that's better. But like, it's still despicable. It's still deplorable. But it's okay. But it's okay for the guy in Colorado, or what was in uh, Denver? 
where the homeless people were pooping in his business and he picked right, it up yeah. and brought it to City Hall. Right. Yeah, I mean, that is... is uh, this is different than that. I think it is. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Because so... I think he's trying to, like, with the with the Denver guy, it's like he's trying to make a point, like, he is blaming the the city. issue, the city for the, the homelessness issue, and, and I would, yeah, I blame he, him too. He falsely believes that uh, government can fix the homeless problem. But he rightly knows that they helped cause right. the homelessness right. problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And now these people are pooping right. in front of his storefront. Right. And, so, and he was so sick of cleaning it up yep. that he's like, you know what? And the inaction You're of terrible. government right. to right, right, right. You know, do anything yeah. to right it. Mm-hmm. But so, this, this guy is just doing a... This is like a college this prank is, more than yeah, anything. This it's, is like grow up. Yeah. yeah but and it's, do, it's vindictive is what it is. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a college prank. Yeah. I mean, like if he was doing it to, to other lawyers. And you he know? can't be like <laughs> I mean, then we'd be well, like, Yeah, all right, awesome. But you can't be like, Oh, it's my PTSD. Your PTSD yeah, didn't you make stop you blaming, do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was in the war. So did they make you poop in a Pringles can and throw it at, you know, litter it in, in you know, whatever? I'm sure that he has said that before service? to get out of something. Probably, yeah. You know, because you don't invoke oh, the, right. you don't invoke the, yeah, you don't invoke that unless you're trying it's to get out of something. It's worked before. Right. Yeah, unless you're right. trying to get out of something or it's worked before. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it, it, but it is legit. You know, some people do have, like, actual, like, post-traumatic stress disorder. And if they're explaining, like, listen, sorry, like, this is why, if they're trying to explain it. But typically, if you're uh, defending yourself and you use it as an excuse, it's... Well, that was a good number yeah, two story. It was. <laughs> For the number two story. It was story, funnier anyway. than last week's. And, you know, I mean... They always get better. But it, but it was kookier. <laughs> if you think that's bad, another place that is renowned for its fecal problems san francisco california yeah right san where they have poo. Cisco, cisco, poo. san francisco poo. i don't know, yeah. I don't know. poop francisco <laughs> poop francisco <laughs> <laughs> uh they are infamous if you will for people just sort of you know wandering down the street mm. pulling down their pants and uh, yeah. they got the app. there's an app that you can report to the city if you see that. Really? Yes. There's, there's a poop app? There's a poop app. In San Francisco. I don't have it because I don't live in San Francisco, <laughs> but I've heard about it. I might have to look on the magic rectangle here <laughs> see if I can find it. Well, San Francisco uh, has been doing some things government-wise. California in general really has been doing Ugh. some things government-wise that just really suck. Like... Everything. <laughs> yeah, like they're not really prosecuting shoplifters anymore. Right. It's legal to shoplift up to $1,000, I think. <laughs> oh, the, the poop app was called Snap Crap. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if they talk about it. Snap, We're moving on snap from our crap. number. <laughs> Why I built an app to report poop on the streets of San Francisco. Thank you for your service. Okay, so <laughs> couldn't you, uh, as mm, an activist... If you're an activist in San Francisco, perhaps yeah. you might consider something like this. I'm just having an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just follow politicians around and report wherever they're at. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, oh, yeah, there's a piece of crap in court right now. <laughs> uh, this piece of crap went out to lunch. He's at, you right. know, M- Mia's Cafe. 
Right, you're supposed <laughs> to take a picture of the yeah. poop if you see it. Well, yeah, and then it's it's a, so you just go to like, City Hall and everyone yeah. just takes a picture at City Hall. There's plenty just, of poop in here. Yeah, download one of their face shots from their, <laughs> yeah. you know, so, from the government yeah. website, you know. Yeah. Senator such and such is uh, you here. Know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Location. Found one. Watch out. Don't step in it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> don't step in it. Uh, that's what I would do anyway. Like, yeah. if they had one of those yeah, for, yeah. you know, I, I'd yeah. be like, oh, there's a. You know, well, that's you, a great way of taking it to the extreme, and like almost, you know, it's not like you know, we the, love extremes. It's so not yeah. like picking up the poop in your parking lot in Denver and bring it to city hall, but it's a kind of a fun way to, yeah, to use is, the app to, you know, to say that yeah, the cleaner. politicians are are crap. crap. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snap yeah. crap. Love that. Snap crap. <laughs> so in San Francisco and California in general, they've got some some weird weird laws going on, weird things that they're either doing or not doing. Uh, the price of Living in the Bay Area is, <laughs> it is sky high. Bananas, yeah. Yeah, super bananas. And, uh, you know, wages aren't, you know, that great compared nope. to other places. But apparently crime in San Francisco is so bad. Well, we'll tell you what happened coming <laughs> oh. up. It's Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160. More coming up. Eleutheromania, the insatiable desire for freedom. It's the new three-song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com. Talk live. Thank you for tuning in and listening, even participating in this live call-in radio talk program. You can talk about anything you want. Get to the number three story, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. Somebody <laughs> get us to the number three story. It's coming. But first, this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash. That's digital cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Dash has transaction fees that are less than one penny. Dash transactions are instant, irreversible, and protected from 51% attacks by its chain locks technology. Dash is the world's first decentralized autonomous organization. BitRefill.com allows for discounted purchases at national retailers when you use Dash. And Spritz.finance allows for bill pay and cash out to your bank. It's one of the oldest cryptocurrencies. It's widely available on exchanges. It's on the decentralized Maya protocol, and it's in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Special thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us here at Free Talk Live 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. 
Visit dash.org to learn more about Dash. That's dash.org. We were talking uh, before we went to break about uh, crime, San Francisco, that kind of stuff. There's something going on there now. We want to tell you about it. But first, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. We've got Matthew calling from the Seattle area. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, uh, I just uh, you mentioned at the beginning of the show um, talking about the Red Sea issue, and uh, you actually had the solution last night when you were talking about commercial submarines because um, if you have a submarine going through the Red Sea, they can't be attacked by the drones that the Carney is shooting down. So I, I, it was remarkably prescient of you to mention that the other day. I didn't even sew that together until you mentioned it. That's amazing. Yeah, no, clearly the solution is commercial submarines. <laughs> it really is. Like, wow. Like, I'm, my flabber is gasted. <laughs> Teleportation of your goods. Well, so the, the, the weird part, though, is that the, the real question is, is what is the United States doing in the Red Sea? It's basically an internal sea. It's got the Suez on the north side and Babel Mendev on the, the south side. So it's basically like there, there's no reason to be in there. It's, bas- it's like the, the Black Sea of the Middle East, and yet somehow there are war- U.S. warships shooting down drones I'm guessing, uh, uh, in the middle of it. I'm guessing Biden thinks that it's the red, white, and blue sea. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I like a couple of things just about that whole conflict while we're talking about it. First of all, uh, I don't want any of my money used to uh, you know, send bombs over there to send arms over there to send like I. If there is a disagreement between people in those regions, those people are the ones who need to figure it out. Yeah, uh, I don't see any reason for any intervention by any foreign country, much less the United States of America, who really needs to learn how to butt out of everybody else's business, including. But Captain, we're allies. Are we? Like no, you know. I'm sorry. Are are people? Uh, is the government of Israel taxing people uh, in that area and then sending money to the U.S. for us to use and no. you know different things? Are they are they arming up? Does it's only a one way street? Doing that, does though. any other does any government on planet Earth tax their citizenry and send money to the U.S. for any reason? Uh, negative, not. negative. No. But yet, the United States does that to its citizenry and continues yeah. to send money. And they say that at least, right? They're I, doing something with it. They're taking it, certainly putting it somewhere. Certainly giving people a lot of money. And if they can't do it overtly, they do it covertly, such as the uh, all that money that disappeared right before 9-11. Yep. Yeah. In the Pentagon. Uh, I'm sorry, Matthew, did you have more to say? Yeah, well, it's it's kind of strange because like when you look at it in the context of the, the war in the Ukraine, um, it's kind of like they're just looking for places to test weapons systems that they can't test up anywhere else. So, like, you're like, oh, well, I can't shoot down drones um, normally, but if I just manage to park myself in a place where people hate us, then we're going to find a way to test this new Gucci weapon system that we have. Yeah, it does kind of feel that way, doesn't it? Like real-world testing in a real battle yeah. zone. The other thing that I thought yeah. of right away when, when I saw this news about you know, this warship being targeted and uh, that kind of thing. Uh, just, I mean, it's only hours old, right? I think it's eight hours old, the story or something like that. The uh, w- first thing I thought of was like, this reminds me, not that I was alive to remember this, but it reminds me of the Gulf of Tonkin. 
false no, flag. Well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, because the, the 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 U.S. has been uh, U.S. warships have been targeted by Houthi rebels for for several years now. There was a, a boat off the coast of Yemen. Um, it, it's not a new thing. It's just. Uh, the the thing that should concern you is the fact that they're making a big deal out of it. So well, like that, when you have something that's a normal occurrence, but then they ramp up in the media, right. that's when you know some sort of Gulf of Tonkin is coming. And, and that's what I'm getting at is like this seemed to be like everything I saw breaking, right? Like, oh, my God, like super important. Ah, fear, right? That's what I got out of the, uh, I don't know, five or six articles that I saw uh, in my news feed just before the show today. Well, this will this will give Nikki Haley some talking points in her next debate. And Ron DeSantis, look, see, they're 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 going after our warships. We have to go to war with them, destroy them all. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. They'll use this as see, look what they're doing. We have to go after them. It's crazy. Yeah, Matthew. Sorry to hear yeah, Commercial submarines through the Red Sea. That's yeah. the solution. <laughs> Matthew, we appreciate the call, man. Thanks. Build them in Groton, Connecticut. 603-283-6160. I, I didn't even sew that together. It's, you know. Commercial subs. That's why I like our listeners, right? You know, yeah. They're, they're listening. Yeah, they're listening. You know? They're listening. They're thinking. It's not just the FBI that listens to this program. Uh. Hello, Agent <laughs> Nelson. Oh, and what's the what was the the broad's name from Ian's oh, case? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. I think we only called her mean things. I don't think we ever called her by her name, yeah. so I don't know if we actually know it. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I was told. <laughs> I I was told, and I'm pretty sure it was her that um, uh, they're making her the new like sort of uh, crypto, crypto specialist oh, prosecutor. Wow. Yeah, because because of the case against because she. I wonder if she's going to go after. She's going to yeah. go after BlackRock when they get the ETF. Uh, go I, investigate them. No, that's completely illegal. BlackRock has an ETF for Bitcoin. It's completely it, fine. If any of the uh, alphabet agencies who are listening to this show uh, listen to it regularly, my hope, of course, is that you do learn something about cryptocurrency uh, from our program, that you take it upon yourself to go educate yourself on what cryptocurrency is and what it does. So you go read Satoshi's white paper. Uh, you brush up on things like philosophy and morality and uh you can learn what and ethics means. and ethics the ethics and uh you know, the idea being here that uh if you educate yourself you will discover some things that are pretty shocking and uh you know that's that's the best i can do yeah. is is hope for positive change from these people listening to this show it's an educational show yeah yeah that would be nice so, so since, what's happening in San Francisco? Since we're talking about crime, politicians, <laughs> and people in the FBI who are criminals themselves, crime in San Francisco is so bad, there's now actual pirates in the bay. <laughs> I'm what? not talking about people dressed up in costumes going, ah, right, right. I'm not talking about that. They've they've run out of street crime, so they've got to take to the to the to the harbor. Yeah, there's too much competition. <laughs> yeah. Now there's boat by shootings. Yeah. Oh, boat by. <laughs> well, I guess it's still you're driving Drive, a boat you're, or you're piloting a boat. What is it? You're Are cruising? you? Yeah. Do you drive? Is it a yeah. motor boat by shooting? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Sorry, I had to get the motorboat in there. Um, of course. This from Zero Hedge by Tyler Durden. Former harbormaster of Oakland Brock DeLapp doesn't like to use the word piracy 
to describe waterborne crime in the Oakland Alameda estuary. People have this romantic view of pirates. Johnny <laughs> Derp, Pirates of the Caribbean, are Aye, ye matey, said Mr. DeLapp, a marine consultant who was also Alameda's harbor master before his retirement. The reality is anything but romantic, the so-called pirates are nothing like the real Oakland Raiders, as one newspaper <laughs> headline put it. They moved to Vegas, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> These people are just common criminals living on illegal anchor-off vessels, committing robberies within the San Francisco Bay, he said. Wait, they're illegal boats they're in? Anchor-offs or anchor-outs are boats that are illegally anchored without a permit. Well, <gasps> without a permit. So it's okay to be a pirate if you have a permit. How did, <laughs> yeah, of course. How, before government, how did people ever anchor anywhere they didn't have a permit i know how did they ever you stop? Had to pay off the harbor master probably how did how did anything ever get done it's a great I question no how i it's crazy illegally anchored without a permit i'm sorry sir uh you can't anchor here unless you've paid <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't know uh it doesn't matter you haven't paid yep. so you can't anchor here got to pay the troll toll yeah. well Okay, what happens if I don't pay? Well, we'll put you in a cage. And if I resist that, well, then we'll shoot you. Well, they'll fine you first, so it is legal at a price. Well, that's true. A permit just means, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. It's See, cheaper to get the permit well, than the ticket. Licensing is what happens when government takes away your right to do something yep. and sells it back to you for a fee. Mm -hmm. Yep, for for your safety. This past summer, a spree of robberies plagued the 800-foot-wide estuary involving stolen motorboats <laughs> that were used to prey on larger vessels and marinas. In one instance, thieves made off with three inflatable dinghies from an Alameda Yacht Club. Burglars hit at least four other Bay Area yacht clubs, a sailing center, and several owners living on their boats. Hopefully they had a permit to anchor. Mr. DeLapp, age 74, said that while the city of Alameda has been diligent in keeping illegal anchor offs at bay. At bay. Oh, <laughs> what a horrible, horrible statement. Oakland continues to struggle with derelict boats currently at around 20. Okay. There's a criminal element that shows up that's not just living on these boats anchored out, Mr. DeLapp told the Epic Times. They get really aggressive going out at night into marinas and stealing equipment off boats, stealing boats themselves out of marinas. Alameda has never allowed this to become a problem on their shoreline. They've been victimized. These pirates have gone into Alameda marinas. They're feeling the brunt of it, but they don't have sorry, they don't have the anchor out vessels on their Alameda side. What does that mean? I don't know. Hmm. They're feeling the brunt of it. These players are... That's like a... Uh, like, uh... AI probably wrote this article. Yeah, yeah probably. Maybe. Outboard motor shop owner Craig Jacobson said thieves struck two of his boats at his business in Oakland and made off with thousands of dollars in parts and electronics. We recovered it at the same flotilla. I know of about 20 boats stolen, Mr. Jacobson told the Epic Times. They've all been found in the same place. Those of you who don't know what a flotilla is, it's... Usually a bunch bunch of boats tied together. Sometimes oh, okay. they'll, like, uh, uh, you can do a log boom 
which is just a log in the water that everybody ties to so that you know, the boats kind of stay together and you can hop from boat to boat and that kind of a thing. Okay, cool. For a couple of months, it was serious. We got calls every day about people having their boats stolen. They'd go into the marinas at night, take the small inflatables and stuff, and take them over to their homeless encampment, he said. Uh, they have a picture here that he's pointing to. Uh, that's not that important. Floating poop in the water? Is that what's he pointing to? No. <laughs> uh, the article goes on. It's just homeless people living on boats. I mean, okay. Right? Which is fine if it's your boat and you didn't steal it. Yeah. I mean, if they're living on the boat, the boat is their home. They're not homeless. Yeah. Right. But they don't have a permit. So you got to get off the boat. Come back with a permit. I mean, people have been living on boats for yeah. a long, long time, mm-hmm. very long time. But they're homeless, so that's probably the problem. But their boat is their home, therefore they're not homeless. Well, yeah, but he just said homeless people are living on their boats. That's what he says, but he's incorrect. But they're stealing the boats, right? Mm, mm. Some of them. I mean, and, and to some people, the definition of a home is like a modern... You know, four walls and house, a roof, like right. house, house property, right? Home up right. to code, not a shack, not a car, not a van, not a tent. Yeah, cardboard well, box. That's, that's government. Government doesn't know how to think but outside a lot of, of its own. Other people think that as well. Yeah, like for me, ideally, I'd like to just purchase uh, some land with a nice clearing on it. Yeah. I would like to put up a uh, a slab of concrete with which I could pull a nice uh, fifth wheel RV onto, but I would also build uh, what's known as a winter roof, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you're parking your- Like a hut or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you're just parking. It's an RV cover that yeah. can handle snow. Right. That's yeah. all it is, yeah. right? So there's no four walls. It's like four pillars and a- and uh, An angled a, roof. An angled roof. Snow comes off. Yeah, that snow. So it doesn't damage your RV, right? Your right. RV doesn't get snowed on it. Uh, you can put up windbreaks and stuff like that on- the you know to to make cloth walls to keep it from the, you know, the wind chill down you can install they now make uh small tiny wood stoves for RVs and stuff like that hmm. so as long as you have septic and well uh, that should yeah. be good enough right and then also I'd like to build like a large shop right you know some sort of a pole barn looking thing and that would be fine for me right I'd be just fine living in an RV for the rest hmm. of my life on my own property under a winter canopy with a large shop where I can, you know, have loud music and, you know, right. whatever, have parties and, you know, market Store days your or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, all that kind of stuff, yeah. right? You know, uh, work on cars or whatever it is I'm doing, right? And whatever whatever, whatever you like. want to do. Yeah. It's your property. It's my shop. I right. can build a recording studio in it right. if I wanted to. Right. You know, uh, I don't know. All sorts of fun stuff, you right? You want to dress a deer? You could do but, that. But, like... It's not that easy to do that because of things known as zoning laws. But there are a few towns in New Hampshire that don't have any zoning laws. That's you true. can do that. I don't know specifically which Entire ones. Entire counties. So, yes, uh, just speaking for New Hampshire, but I mean, I'm sure there's other states that yes. allow that. Alaska probably allows that. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. I don't know. You're gonna need they a big of, roof. But it, the, the thing is, it's like. Whether they allow it or not, if you can't afford enforce it, like some places in Alaska that are, you know, rather remote, it's like who's coming yeah, over here right. to enforce but I, these but laws? I take you know issue, what I mean? I like take, no one cares. I take issue with allow. Like people should be able to do whatever they want as long as they're not hurting each other. Oh uh, yeah, obviously. Like in a neighborhood, I think it makes a neighborhood unique if not every house is the exact same as the, the other houses around it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's you, a homeowners association is like another layer of government. Uh, 
in a neighborhood. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm not even talking about HOAs. I'm just talking about like a residential neighborhood of, of a town or a city. And you you can only do things certain ways. You can't even paint your house the color you right, want. Right. Right. If you want your house to be purple and you get a bunch of purple paint and you get your buddies over and you paint your house purple, someone's coming and knocking and being like, I'm sorry, you can't paint your house purple. Right. Yeah. Or it has to be a certain square footage for a neighborhood. You right. can't build a thousand yeah. square foot house with, you know, four thousand square foot neighborhood. Right. You won't get a building permit. Right. It has to be a minimum size, which means a minimum size means a minimum taxable size yeah. for them right. yeah so there's all these hoops and licenses yep. and you know jerking you around and monkey dances you have to do and mm-hmm. money you gotta fork over out of your oh, wallet yeah i just wrote some of those checks yeah, yeah. <laughs> at any rate uh he says for some reason uh, talking about the homeless people living on boats for some reason no one wants to deal with it the oakland police say it's alameda's issue the alameda police say it's oakland's issue <laughs> Mr. Jacobson said it makes no difference in installing security fencing and cameras to deter crime. Criminals always find a way in. Right. Why would well, you want to build a wall? Wait, wait. Mr. Jacobson said it makes no difference installing security fencing and cameras to deter crime. Criminals always find a way in. Well, then it makes no sense to have a police force. Right. Or ban, right. Yeah. ban firearms. Because criminals always find a way in. Yeah. Right. I think this there you go. know what he's talking about. Uh, twice at night, people came into my yard. One night, I saw people in hoodies going through a boat in the back of my yard. I chased them off. Who knows what happens at night when we're not here, he said. The police are shorthanded, so calling 911 doesn't necessarily prompt a fast response. Has it yeah, ever? Don't say. <laughs> Call 912. Has there ever been a time when 911 uh, resulted in a prompt response? Doubt it. <laughs> when seconds count, cops are minutes away. Or hours. Or hours if they even show up. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to some of your, well, yeah, okay, let's go to, uh, we got David in San Francisco. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I heard you talking about the the issue about those boats over there in Alameda. Arr. If if you've ever uh, read about when the uh, gold rush happened, like a hundred and what is it, a hundred and seventy-five years ago now? Yep. Uh, the uh, there were so many people that came to California to get in on the gold rush mm-hmm. that they abandoned whole ships out here in the bay. Yeah. And when you go to First Street in San Francisco, that used to be the beach, but it's four blocks in. So there were so many ships shoulder to shoulder that were totally abandoned, and they were abandoned like that for 20, 30 years. And, uh, you know, people were setting up bars on there. They were living on them. Some of them were sinking and, you know, collapsing, and and they became the muck that is now, you know, the, uh, the number Street. of the four blocks that are now all the way down to the waterline. Yeah. And, um, and so in the history of San Francisco, this issue of uh, people living on boats and crapping over the side and, you know, making a sewage problem and, uh, you know, how, how do you get food delivered four blocks in to the waterline? Uber Eats. Uh, it's, it, yeah, but it's not a pleasurable life out there, in other words. <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, you know, there's so much activity on the bay. If you've got a small boat, you know, even a 20, 25-foot boat that you've anchored out into the bay. With uh, a permit. There are plenty of those that the line breaks while they're asleep, 
and they just float off into the distance and wake up when they're being run down by a ship. Mm -hmm. And uh, just by one uh, anchor line parting uh, causes tens of thousands of dollars worth of, uh, you know, Coast Guard activity to try to rescue you from uh, being run over by a ship Hmm. or you drifting off out into the ocean. Sure. So it's it's not uh, as easy a life as you're making it sound. Uh, the idea uh, was I making it sound easy to to be a pirate in the San Francisco <laughs> Bay? I I didn't think I was making it sound easy. Well, I, I mean, you're making different kinds of jokes, but there's a reality of it that you know anybody that tries it for more than two or three days is basically uh, going to learn the hard way. Uh, it, it's a difficult life out there, and. Uh, Yeah, we got you. Thanks for the call, David. We appreciate it. Uh, David may or may not know, but I did spend a bit of time as a commercial fisherman. Lived on a boat for, uh, well, three different trips, month apiece. So I have an idea what it's like to live on a boat and how difficult it may be. 603-283-6160. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Hi, I'm Derek J. To me, an activist's calling is to actively work to advance a cause. The cause for which I work is personal freedom. I believe my life is best when I engage in voluntary interactions and self-government. I reject the idea that anyone else has a higher claim to my life or my body than I do. I see people who call themselves the government as a threat to my personal freedom. I realize you may feel differently, but my relationship with the people who call themselves the government is completely involuntary. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. You can order your copy of the Director's Cut DVD now at VictimlessCrimeSpree.com. Gosh, look at that. We are back. <laughs> Hurry up. Come on. We're back. Thanks for reminding me. I almost forgot. It is Free Talk Live. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Salted or unsalted? Uh, thank Salted. You. Oh, very yep. good. Very Those good. look roasted. I, I they prefer, are dry roasted. So, uh, yep. we're, we're talking about Nikki's nuts. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not Nikki is nuts, but Nikki has nuts. They're, they're peanuts and they're salted. I do. Yes. I prefer dry roasted. a little dish. I prefer cashews. I oh, I cashews, love cashews, but, they but have to I'm. Be uh, this is my my poverty cashews. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm familiar. Yeah, the legumes. <laughs> they 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 really are. Yeah, it's not even a nut <laughs> faker. Fake. Uh, it is free talk live. The telephone number is six zero three two eight three six one six zero. If you would like to join us on air, uh, we've got a caller on hold right now. We'll get to him in just a second. In the studio tonight, it's Steve Classic. Nikki. And I am your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. No, I only do. Oh, yeah, if yeah. you will. <laughs> if you will. I will. I do. Sure. Uh, we were talking about our pirates. Hey, do you guys know the pirate alphabet? 
No. It's A, <laughs> E, <laughs> I, and of course, R. What do you mean out to C? That's the pirate alphabet. <laughs> uh, not I heard- C is not in it? Mm. Like going out to C. Yeah, no, uh, no, I guess I, not. I, uh, maybe I, I. No, I what do you mean I, I? I only got one I. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the new pirate movie? No. It's no. rated R. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's that jokes. horrible. That's uh, terrible. Uh, somebody was <laughs> a, a comedian that I've seen repeatedly now. Uh, it claims that Popeye uh, was a stoner, and that wasn't spinach. No. That wasn't oh. spinach. Right, you know, because no edibles. Nobody acts that way. Oh, he put it spinach. into his pipe. He's got a pipe. Yeah, yeah, he's got yeah, a green a, leafy stuff, yeah. and then he's got a pipe. Like, you yeah, know. yeah. Pump <laughs> stoner man. Right. And then he, and then he further claimed that you'd have to be really high to think olive oil was attractive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you know, the dude has wickedly giant forearms. <laughs> Popeye, that is. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, so. I don't know. It's kind of weird. You know what the sound effect is? No. That's Popeye's other eye popping out. Popeye. All right. Oh, I'm done. Wow. I'm only here till 10 p.m. Well, at least there's <laughs> a limit. Uh, let's go to some of your calls and thoughts. I believe this is Creighton. Creighton, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Uh, I called in to make a comment about the uh, pirates. Arr. Uh, Arr. Um, <laughs> it, you know, one of the things about living on a boat, and, and I'm sure you know, is that it's kind of like a hack, a lifestyle hack. Yes. In the sense that you already mentioned the, the enormous amount of regulation and zoning laws that govern owning you know, real estate. Yep. Whereas owning a, a sailboat, just as long as it's decently may, well-maintained and doesn't look like a, uh, a shanty Mm-hmm. Roll uh, on the on the water. It's more than possible to travel and you know live on a boat. Oh yeah. But of course, it is hard. It's like it's like living in an RV only on water. Right. <laughs> but you can get seasick. <laughs> I, what's but funny the trick about being? Yeah, go ahead. And and you mentioned the the issue about being considered homeless because you're living on a vehicle. But there there is a classic. Uh, roundabout work work around them on that is especially in Florida, where that you can get permanent addresses at uh, the at these these uh, companies that do mailboxes and have your mail shipped to wherever you are. Right. Yes. And nowadays, RV people who live in RVs do the exact same thing. They do. They're called the uh, time, they're called remailing services. If any of you out there are living on a boat or an RV and you need something like that, yes. And uh, but for decades, that was pretty much a a exclusively live aboard on uh, sailboats kind mm-hmm. of trick. That you know, people who li- who would travel the Great Loop um, would use that a lot as a permanent resident. Yeah. As far as the government is concerned, you're legally not homeless if you have a permanent address. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter if, like, you have an apartment or even an actual home. Just do you have a permanent address? And uh, it has to be something, uh, and this is something that I learned uh, from 
uh, working with uh, people on new construction who uh, put in uh, telephone lines to businesses. Um, the address has to be available in something like MSAG. MSAG is a post office database. So if I'm a builder and uh, I bought this, you know, on 20 acres and I'm building a subdivision, right? I'm going to build you know, 50 homes or something on this 20 acres. Um, I have to not only build the roads and build them up to code and get all the permits and all that kind of crap to mm-hmm. do all the construction, but then I also got to jump through some hoops to register the roads. <laughs> register them. Register the oh, roads. with the post office? Yeah, with the post office so that they can begin to deliver mail to these new houses. Oh, yeah. If that step is skipped, what happens is when you go to put uh, things like telephones or utilities in there, uh, you have no address. Specifically telephones. There's no way for them to uh, get a screen pop at the 911 call center. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah. yeah. So there, there's some workarounds for that kind of stuff, but uh, that's, you know, going to get into the weeds a bit with, you know, telephony and that kind of stuff. So I won't What if your subdivision is a it. private fire department? Private ambulance. I guess you don't need their services. You don't do need you? their services. Like a, something like uh, the villages. You, you might have thugs come to your house demanding that you, you know. Yeah, there are still requirements for if, oh. if telephone is put in, there are requirements that you must be able to dial 911 and it has to be tied to a location. And that's a law. Uh, it's several laws, yes. What if you don't have a telephone? What do you mean? I guess what, it doesn't matter. Do you have to have a telephone? You, if in a house, no, you don't have to. Okay. So where do you so we we need your phone number for nine one? Well, they still have to run the infrastructure for telephones because uh, odds are you're not going to live in that house for the rest of your life with no phone, right? You mm. might move and somebody else might move in, and the phone lines have to be run and plugged into the wall and all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah, the infrastructure has to exist. See, I don't think people are going to need phone phone lines going to their house the same way they're not going to need mail service with all the email and just well, doing everything online. So now that phone and cable are kind of one thing now because right. of VoIP, right. Right? Yeah. you still need that infrastructure, right? That okay. has to be in there and available in the neighborhood according to zoning laws. Yeah, but I have Starlink. Right. So I make all my yeah, calls on Wi-Fi. I don't like zoning laws. Right, but you're like not a commercial like... entity. Oh, all right. Well, right. yeah, commercial yeah. entity. So, but you were talking oh, about okay. building 50 houses on 20 acres. That would be a commercial thing. What right? if you're building one house on 20 acres? Well, that's up to you then, depending okay. on where you live. Like in New Hampshire, of course, right. like you do what you want, basically. Right. And nobody's going to care. Right. Uh, unless, you know, somebody does, and then you're going to get a visit from the man. Right. You know, and you uh, tell but, them to come back. But later. it's generally like if you're out, you know, if you got acreage, you know, generally people are going to leave you alone. But yeah. if you're in a town or a city, like in a residential neighborhood, somebody's yeah, going right. to care. Somebody's going to care. You were also talking, I think, last week about the forwarding your mail or just having a common mailbox. If you just put it to your name in some zip code and they keep it at the post office, they don't deliver it to you. Oh, general delivery. General delivery. Yeah. This, I don't even know if it still exists. We should try it. But. Um, what you're talking about is, um, uh, you know, if your name is Bob Smith and you know the post office closest to wherever it is you happen to be. The zip code. You, you need that zip code and the post office. You can have stuff sent to Bob Smith, general delivery, whatever the post office's address is, and the zip code. And you just go there with your And so ID something gets sent there. Yeah, they keep it for some period of time. I don't know what that is. You show up with ID. You're like, hey, I'm Bob Smith. I had something sent here, general delivery. And they go, can I see your ID? And they see your ID. And they're like, yeah, here you go. And they hand you your mail. Hmm. But that <laughs> is different. You can't get a driver's license using general delivery as your address. 
you can't get a driver's license using the post office's street address as your home address. They, they won't in let New, that happen. In New Hampshire, you can have your driver's license, your P.O. box. You don't have to give me your address. Really? address. Yeah, that is one I of the differences in I don't, New Hampshire. I don't. On my, I have no clue. On my driver's license, I have a P.O. box. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the. That's one I thought of the, it was a physical address, not a mailing address. No, nope, it's one of the freer things about <laughs> about New Hampshire now. Um, like in Washington State, you cannot have a PO box. You must have, as our caller has described, a physical mailing address. Yeah, right. right. Now there's ways you can get around that, but they're few and far between because most of the time, yeah, most people rent an apartment or or have yeah. a house or something. You know what the address is on my pistol permit in New Hampshire? Uh, what? I don't have one. You don't need a pistol permit in New Hampshire. Wow, I fell for that. Wow. Wow. Creighton, what else is on your mind? Creighton? Dropped off. Somebody sprayed a can of Creighton be gone. (laughs) Steve, you talked over him too much. Way to go. I apologize. Creighton, call back. No, no, no. We only only get one call. All right, call back next Sunday. Call back. That's it. That's it. But thanks for the call. We appreciate you. 603 Two eight three six one six zero. Living on a boat. I'm on a boat. <laughs> oh, such a good, such a good tune. I can't say most of the good parts of that one because, well, we're on radio. Oh, I also like the um, from Step Brothers, the boats and I don't know if I can say the other word. Probably not. Yeah, let's let's try not to. The Nina, the Pinta, yeah, the Santa, Santa Maria. Maria. <laughs> <sighs> Lonely Island's on one about those. Yeah, that's when I good first, too. I like Lonely Island. When yeah, I first good. heard that song, like I don't like all of their stuff. In fact, very few. Some of it's of their like things. a little too yeah. like cheesy. It's like, but, right, man, yeah. they they knocked the the boat song out of the park. Yeah. If you're looking to laugh, uh, just go search for Lonely Island boat, and you you will commence laughing as you watch their <laughs> video. Uh, we were talking, however, about pirates in the San Francisco Bay. In uh, this article from Zero Hedge, talking about uh, apparently there's a battle between Oakland and Alameda, California, for whose problem is it? Isn't that great government going after government? Well, they're actually like ignoring fighting. each other. Though. Oh, they're not really. Better. They're not really fighting each other in that respect. They're they're pointing fingers. They're yeah. they're going. Not my problem. It's your problem. They're going. No, it's your problem. Not our problem. Right? Because they're around and around again. So nothing ever happens, and uh, the pirates gets, continue. Yeah. Uh, this article continues to go on with, uh, we called 911 in the morning. We found our stuff and we're told the officers were tied up with some violent crime. We had to deal with it ourselves. <laughs> the officers were actually tied up? <laughs> uh, I think figuratively tied up. Mm-hmm. Tracy, you never know, it's San Francisco. Well, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> Tracy Regelman is the assistant commodore. What is that? That sounds like a like a. It's a well, the Commodores used to be like a vocal band. With yeah, like Lionel Richie and Lionel Richie. You know, yeah, Richie but also, yeah. Uh, isn't that like someone that like like I'm like thinking of like bullfighting or something? Oh, that's a matador. It's a matador. matador. Yeah. <laughs> a, a commodore. I don't know what a commodore is. It's uh, like an admiral. I, I ass- yeah, look it up. Because uh, I only know the Commodores, the vocal band. Right, I think from, you like, go from midshipman to Commodore, then to Admiral. Or are these the uh, these are the civilian titles relating to to boats. Oh, is what they are, right, not right. the military. Titles, right. Okay. Right? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So that makes sense. Uh, Tracy Regelman is the assistant Commodore at the Oakland Yacht Club in Alameda. In his role, he's been dealing with crime related to homelessness for months, not just from so-called pirates. But shoreline criminals as well. Shoreline, shoreline. pirates. <laughs> uh, 
what's I'm trying to remember when I was on the boat that referred to land people who live on the land. Something land lovers. Yeah, that's not the word yeah. that I'm looking for though. But you know, they people maybe you go, call them people. You go out on a no boat mess? and you got to like get your sea legs. But like if you're what? You, uh, anyway, the reality is there's a very lax structure around crime and prevention around here. He said the real issue is that. We have these organized crime units, which consist of anchor-out pirates and shoreline crime. They're probably working together, I'm guessing. The amount of crime on the water, when people use the term pirates, is high. Well, are they, are they dealing <laughs> drugs, right? You know, like, are they high? But Smoke wh- on the water. Oh, there you go. Yeah. But what people don't realize is people on the shoreline or shoreside within 100 or 200 feet of the shore, it's just as high. We've had physical assaults at the restaurant right here. We just last weekend, three cars stolen from the parking lot. The last three months, we've probably had a dozen or more stolen vehicles. We've had trespassing, thefts, harassment. Last night, Sunday, we had a SWAT team here in the parking lot. Oh, cool. A person in the hotel next door, which is currently housing homeless, had locked himself in a room. Okay, let's. Okay, so I wonder why. First of all, yeah, if you're living in the hotel, you're probably not homeless, technically speaking. But. If they're, like, um, housing homeless people, a lot of the times, right, though mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming these are the, the same criminals, right? Sure. Typically, they're doing drugs or drinking or whatever, and they're wondering why they have this problem. I mean, that's probably it. They're probably getting, like, government stipends to stay in this hotel, if I were to guess, and then they're like... Why? What's up with all the crime on the bay all of a sudden? Like, this was supposed to be like a rich, fancy place, right. kind of. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just, you, you know, shipped it. in. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, how long will it be before we have a story with the guy from the the marina bringing the poop to City Hall? <laughs> 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 we cleaned this off of these unanchored boats. Oh, they didn't have permits. They didn't have permits. They were anchored, but they didn't have permits. We just took all their stuff. <laughs> Here, have it. Uh, Mr. Regelman told the Epic Times the Yacht Club has tried to work with Alameda City and county officials to find a solution, but it hasn't worked out at all. Surprise. <laughs> oh, you tried to work with a government agency to affect no, change? I'm talking to officials. Yeah. yeah, and it didn't work out. Surprise. There is a jurisdictional issue and control, <sighs> and it runs right down the middle of the estuary. The cooperation between the agencies, there is none, Mr. Regelman said. <laughs> Again, surprise. Once you learn, ladies and gentlemen, about how ineffective, inefficient, overpriced, and uh, otherwise lame the government is at doing things, you become less and less surprised at statements like this. But but, but don't we have people that do that? We we have people who claim to do that, but they don't actually do that. Yeah. Right? Uh, That's how government works. Bunch of people lie to you, so they get reelected, and then don't do the things that they said they were going to do. Yep. I'm surprised the cities didn't say, "Well, it's a Coast Guard problem. It's a, it's a federal problem, not a city problem." Right. Just blame them. Areas recently targeted by estuary pirates include the public docks at Jack London Square and the Jack London Aquatic Center in Oakland. There's also the Estuary Channel west of the Bayside Hotel and Union Point Park. Simon Greaves, age 56, a Sausalito resident from the United Kingdom is the owner of the sailboat Sun Odyssey equipped with an inflatable dinghy moored at Jack London Square. While he's anchored his sailboat for more prolonged periods along the Oakland estuary, he's hesitant to do so now because of rising property crime. From what we heard, 
It wasn't like that when we were here probably eight months ago, and we started to hear about it a lot. So, yes, it's definitely increased, but I haven't heard anything recently. I don't know whether they're on top of it. It was more on the Oakland side, he said. All right, so just a suggestion here because we've talked about inflatable dinghies here in this article, but previously we talked about inflatable Santas. As a decoy, you have inflatable Santas left upon your boat, so when these thieves come by and think they're stealing an inflatable dinghy, they just get a Santa. (laughs) With an 18-inch hole in it. From what we heard, it wasn't like the... Oh, we already covered that. Uh, Mr. Greaves also noticed an increasing number of anchor-offs and kept the engine on the dinghy separate to prevent theft. Okay. He suspects the electronic security gates that keep criminals out of the public marinas encourage thieves to use boats instead. So when we go to this marina, they give you a special key. That key allows you to get in. It's the same with our docking in Sausalito, he told the Epic Times. The term pirates is a fair term, he said. Mm. Mark, who lives on his skiff in the Oakland estuary, said he felt personally violated after one of his backup gas tanks was stolen as he was going through tough times. When you get robbed, it's pretty bad. All you can do for the most part is keep an eagle eye and make sure you don't see strangers who look like they don't belong. It's like a nomadic thing. Guys come in and start stealing stuff. It's sporadic. There was a guy over here causing a lot of problems. He jumped on a boat. A gal was living on like he was going to do something. I would say they're probably addicted to something and have to support their habit somehow. So now he's talking about, you know, drug addicts boarding your boat. According to Oakland Police Department's crime report for September 4th through 10th, robberies increased by 20% in 2023 with 348 reported Incidents compared to the 291 the year before. The city saw a whopping 44% increase in burglaries with 2,137 reported compared to 1,670 in 2022. Crime is up overall 25% year over year, the report added. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. The crimes are generally committed at night or during early morning hours. Victims are boat owners who have their boats stored in local marinas, there were no weapons used during uh, the span of these crimes. So far, police have arrested a transient man charged with stealing an outboard motor. Uh, Mr. Regelman said it's difficult to assess the exact percentage of crimes committed by the homeless because their victims aren't always willing to report them. So, yeah, if, I mean, if you are living on your boat and you're, quote, illegally docked or anchored, unquote, without a permit, it's so ridiculous. You're you're in the water and like you can't drop an anchor for reasons. Nope. Mm-hmm. Not without a permit. It's ridiculous. Uh but you know, you're technically homeless yourself. Are you you know, if something gets stolen off your boat, are you going to call the cops? Probably not. Right. Yeah, that's true. Right. So the so the people who are getting their stuff stolen, they're also homeless? Or they're just living Technically, on boats. They're living at well, yes. It depends on your definition of homeless. Yeah. Right. So okay. the state's definition of homeless would certainly apply. Right. To somebody living on right. their boat. Right. You don't have yeah. a mailing address. You don't mm-hmm. have an apartment or property. Right. Uh, so therefore, you are so, homeless. So living on a boat would be kind of like we're we're living in a tiny house or a camper or something 
transitional yeah. to yeah. Van, hashtag van life. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag van. Life. I mean, I hashtag follow these boat life. people right. on uh, on YouTube sailing the vagabond. Little yes. plug for them. And they've been living on a boat with their two kids for like seven years. It's. I was telling Steve mm-hmm. during the break that in the Seattle, Washington area, it's very common for young people starting out because they can't afford like an actual apartment to rent a boat that's parked in a marina. Or if uh, you come into some money, you can't afford to buy property, much less a multifamily or something like that. So you buy, you can buy a slip in a marina, like just like okay, you can yeah. buy a condo, right? Yeah. And then you pay, you know, some amount of money per month for and they let them like live trash there? or whatever. Uh, you have to have a boat, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could buy a slip for far, there. like for the price of the car, right? Yeah. 50 grand, something like that. I don't know what the price is. Because I would know these like days, some but. marinas. I mean, it depends where it is, but like. Like for, I'm thinking of a uh, you know mer- particular marina on Lake Winnipesaukee, yeah. it's a very big lake in New Hampshire, and they would never let anybody like sleep there in their boat. I don't think. Even I think what? it's like, like during season during the season. Yeah, I, I, I you mean, can't maybe. live there in the winter. Your boat, right. you have yeah, to get all the boats out. Boat. Yeah. yeah. But in, in Seattle, mean, like, winter doesn't really yeah. exist, so people just live there year round. I don't know. I was just always under the impression like you. You go back to your lake house. Like I, I don't know. I, yeah. I've never really seen anybody that seemed like they were living there. It's just yeah. Like I was assuming, like once the marina's closed, it's closed, and you got to get out. Well, yes. Uh, it'll. It's kind of like a seasonal it's campground. A seasonal, yeah. Right. Seasonal because the worry time. in these climates, of course, is in the winter the water freezes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I right. mean, closed to like for the night. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I see. Not I just like a seasonal thing. I think if you have a, a nice size boat, you could sleep there. Yeah, like if you pay for the slip, man, yeah. I would think you yeah. could just come and go whenever you want. Yeah, maybe. I would hope. But I, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't have know. a boat here. and Yeah, I know. You know. It just seemed like that would not be allowed there's, by like, the people that own the marina. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, but, I mean, maybe, maybe not. There's tons of marinas in the Seattle area, tons of boats, tons of people living on boats like full time. Yeah. Right, um, you can find them for sale on Craigslist and things like that. Yeah. You know, so right, so you can get a slip and a boat for probably a hundred grand. If you're frugal, sure, yeah. 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 You know, I guess yeah. that's less of a thing around here because that's just like really, it's just where wealthier people live. It's like there, it's not so hard to find housing around here. Like you can kind of find an affordable place to live. So it's like. Why would you Compared go? Compared to Seattle, yeah. Yeah, like why would you go to the lake and live in a marina when it's cheaper, probably, yeah, to right. get, just get an apartment? Right, but that's my point about the Seattle area is that it's way cheaper to yeah. live on. Even that's if you crazy. just rent somebody else's boat that's already parked yeah. in a marina, that's going to be less expensive than rent. Mm-hmm. 603-283-6160. Still to come, is there any science Maybe some top 10 headlines? Oh, maybe. We'll figure it out. More Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Yes, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number is 603-283-6160 if you would like to join us. Last hour. Hour number three. Kicking off right now. Hour number three. Uh, Before we go on, I want to say thank you to Chris Marcus. 
Now, normally I make a joke about never trust a man with two first names right here, but Chris Marcus <laughs> is a silver level amplifier, which means he gives us five bucks a month for the purposes of advertising, marketing, promoting, and supporting Free Talk Live. We call them amplifiers when you do this. You can find out all about the AMPS program over at amps.freetalklive.com. It's a Patreon kind of setup. There's different little perks that you get when you, you know, donate some money to us. Different levels. Different levels. You know, uh, we only ask for five bucks a month. You can give 10 or 25 or different, you know, levels there. But why would you want to give us money? Well, currently we're on about 180 radio stations. We could be on 100. 90, 100, 200, 300, not out of the question. Uh, the reason most people give is because they want to help us spread the message of liberty, peace, and prosperity to as many people as possible. I think it's the best use of your liberty donations because the message of liberty, while we do this frequently here on Free Talk Live, uh, we are a niche there is no other radio program like this on air currently. We are it. Thank God. We are the only <laughs> one. Uh, there there could be more. There should be more. But it's because the message of liberty no longer resonates or hasn't ever resonated with many uh, people in the United States. There could be more. There could be more. There should be more. We need your help to spread uh, the message of liberty. So thank you again, Chris Marcus, for your contribution. We appreciate you. If you want to become an amplifier, visit Amps dot freetalklive.com all right so we figured out that we're gonna just talk about this uh top 10 list here what we have is uh top 10 headlines uh, the media didn't tell you about this week we start with 10 or starting with one uh, let's start with is there an um, order well it's not really like a top 10 list. It's just 10 things. It's Well, it says top 10, but I don't know if they're in any given order. But let's just start with 10. Uh, DeSantis versus Newsom debate turns into an S show <laughs> as the Florida governor calls out San Francisco's human feces problem. <laughs> Tying in with the last. <laughs> just Florida man, Ron DeSantis. Bringing, yeah. it, all, bringing it all full circle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's that's First. clockwise because we're here in North America. That's the direction of the flush. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, was, I, that was number 10? I didn't. That, maybe that should be number two. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch this debate. I could care less about DeSantis or Newsom. Um, Florida, okay, whatever. Two, two statists arguing with each other. Yeah, right, like, yeah. You know, who has less poop? I'm sure, it was entertaining, and it, at least it kept them from harassing regular people. <laughs> Trying to look on the bright side here. Uh, number nine, Elon Musk interview goes viral, causing mass cancellations of Disney Plus and other services. That was great. I did not watch the the interview. Did you? I nope. heard it. I didn't really. Okay. I, I just heard the little clip. Yeah, where he, you know, he says the to the advertisers, go go FCC yourself. Right. Yes. And I said, go FCC yourself. Yes. He said it twice, yeah. as if you couldn't hear him the first right. time. In case I stuttered or something, right. let me say it again and make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. Um, <laughs> I, I heard that more than just Disney, I heard Walmart pulled their ads from Twitter. I heard, you know, a bunch of these the large companies, oh, supposedly, yeah, I'm not surprised. you know, pulling their ads from, from Twitter. Well, if you can't beat them, I mean, and you, you try what? to run them out of business. Elon Musk doesn't care. Right. Clearly. He's like, whatever, dude. 
Right. He, yeah. has, he has no shareholders. He owns the company. Yeah. He's like, it's my platform. Get. You right. want a gun? Get. See ya. Did right. you guys hear, uh, I just, one of my friends told me this today. Apparently, I don't know when this was, but Joe Biden was on the stage with Elton John, and he made this, like, crazy outlandish comment to Elton John being like, or or about him. He's, like, right next to him, and he's, like, got his arm around him, and he's, like, so this guy, it's this guy's fault that we spent $8 billion on AIDS research this year. Which oh, <laughs> is just like... What? Wild, like, one, like, are we... Like, I'm I'm assuming he's making that comment because he's a gay he's man. A, is he claiming that Elton John is prolifically gay? <laughs> like, or that he, like, started the AIDS <laughs> epidemic? I don't know. I, and John it's also is the like, green monkey? Are we still... Just so many things about that. It's like, I think he thinks it's... First of all, I think Joe Biden thinks it's like still the 1980s and that we're like, you know, billions of dollars in AIDS research and it's like this big prevalent thing. Wow. But to I, just like say that he was on stage. Like I know of elderly, crazy, like family members of, of yeah. other people that are senile, demented, you know, otherwise, you know, mentally incapacitated yeah. that are far smarter than oh, yeah. Joe Biden. Right. Well, they have it together more. They're, yeah, they're totally. more coherent. They're mm-hmm. far more it's aware. It's just so outlandish. And the look on Elton John's face, he was just like, I cannot believe wow. this guy just said <sighs> this to me on stage in front of like thousands of people. So that, that probably didn't make the news either. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, that no, was I don't not, think it did. So that headlines. should be on the list. Yeah. But I don't know. For it some reason, the, the Elon Musk thing just like reminded me of that. Maybe that's Crazy. on the list. I don't know. If Elon Musk were to ever market a cologne, would it be Musk by Musk? <laughs> oh, God. It should X be. by Musk. <laughs> uh, Texas, number eight. Texas, the state, is suing Pfizer for misrepresenting COVID-19 vaccine efficacy and conspiring to censor the public. That wasn't in the news? What? News doesn't want you to know about that, right? You know? How long are they going to keep this thing, you know, covered up? I I still occasionally watch NFL football, and I was watching a game, uh, I think it was Thursday night, yeah. And uh, big old commercial for Pfizer. They've 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 paid one of the you know the NFL popular tight end dudes to like, hey everybody check it out. I'm getting two things at the same time. I'm getting my flu and my cold or whatever it was. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The two different vaccines at the same time. Wow. You know, kind yeah. of thing. And then it was Pfizer. Give right? it to your you know? kids. And like, oh my God, like. Drug companies are supposed to manufacture things that help people. Yeah. Right? Not if, like literally if you kill need, them. If you need to advertise during NFL football to pimp your product, your product is not helping anyone. Right. If your product yeah. if it, your product helped somebody, everybody would demand it just by the nature of its help. Especially a medical product, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have to like, like I'm thinking of like stuff like, like metformin. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't really, like, see them, like, push it. It's just like, oh, you're a diabetic, and you might need this drug, and your doctor is going to prescribe it to you. Let's take it to something ridiculously simple. You break your arm, you get a cast. Yeah. Right? Now, cast technology has evolved from when I was a kid, and they used actual plaster. Right, right. And, the, and the little stuff they wrap around it, whatever. Yeah. Now you you get there's so many different kinds of casts yeah, now. Right, there's, some of them are Velcro, some of them are uh, some sort of a polymer, 
yeah. you know, combo. Some of them you are both. You don't need a chainsaw to take it off. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All that kind of stuff. Never once seen a commercial for new cast technology. Yeah. Why? Because when they innovate, they innovate in such a way that it works yeah. and the product is in but demand. also, I think in most countries, they do not have any, like we have, we do have a lot of drug commercials here in the U.S., I think in a lot of countries, it's not allowed. Either it's just not a thing because of the reasons you listed, or it's actually like outlawed by the state. Like right. you are not allowed to market those things right. for whatever reason. Don't use a cast I'm, if you're allergic to casts. I'm not saying that like <laughs> right. as a business. May cause death. I'm not saying as a business uh, that you shouldn't advertise, right? Like, you might need to do that, but you don't yeah. need to advertise during NFL football, right? To pay millions of dollars. I mean, those are the yeah. most, like, the Super Bowl specifically is, like, the most right. expensive ads in the world, probably. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably in the world. Yeah. Like, they are paying millions of dollars right. for, like, half the country 30 it. seconds of airtime. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, even people that don't like football are uh, watching. And for I'm, the commercials. Right, for the commercials, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whiplash segue. This just in. Woo, the woo, price woo. of... Thank you. The price of Bitcoin, apparently, according Whoa. to CoinMarketCap, is now $40,572. If you can only see my Whoa. shirt. Yes. Rebel. Rebel. Rebel or Rebel? Re-Bitcoin. Re- 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 L. Rebel. <laughs> Re-Bitcoin logo L. Yeah. However you pronounce well, it. Yeah. Uh, go buy some Bitcoin. I'm, like, I'm not that excited other than it took a while for it to get back to 40000 Right. Uh, I think that... What was uh, it at at the lowest? The lowest? Yeah, Zero. like recently. One. Oh, 16. <laughs> no, I mean like like 22000 okay. you know, I think so at the beginning of the year was about sixteen k. I think it was more than that, but not much. Let me check the magic rectangle. I think it was sixteen. I was uh, mm, dipping, dipping back in. I don't really always pay attention that close just because I uh, hodl. Or however you call it. Right. I kind of just get, you know, I, I do stuff, people give me stuff, and I just keep it. Sometimes mm-hmm. I, I give it to other people. I like to have, you know, whatever. This time last year, I've got, uh, what's the date today? 12 what? 3. Uh, 2023. 12.4 <laughs> was 17,128. Okay, so yeah. It did seem to drop to 16 so around like January of this year. Yeah, 16.8. Uh, Steve, you're spot uh, on. Thank you. Uh, oh, thank you. And it's uh, just been sort of on a climb since, uh, looks like mid-October. It just started climbing mid-October. Yeah. Uh, it was down as low as 26,000 26. Uh, October 11th or so. And it's just been on a tear since then. So. And then the halvening is uh, next year. The halvening is, it was predicted to be March. on 420. 420. Yeah, right, right, right. but I think they've revised that now. They've Moving it up to back March? To, yeah, I think it's, it marches the yeah. the new target for it. Um, so that depends on the speed of mining and all that kind of stuff. I just wanted to mention, we talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency here oh, yeah. all the time. I just wanted to oh, mention yeah. that it, it broke 40,000 uh, while we've been broadcasting. So. And what is the all-time high? 69. It's somewhere between well, 68 and 70,000. Okay. Yeah, I, it depends on which... Uh, website you go to uh, and where they mark the all-time high but uh, i call it for me it's 65 okay right i remember it being 65 and then like the next time i looked it was on its way down again yeah yeah Yeah. so i peaked and then yeah it peaked and then went down so um i think it's going to not only go to 65 again but it's going to surpass that yeah. I say that because you got the that's, laser eyes. I just say that because that's Diamond what hands. has already happened. <laughs> if you look at the history of BTC itself, yes. 
this is what happens. It goes through a cycle. It's got some boom and bust. Uh, the happening occurs, and then there's always there's usually a run up at Christmas and increase around the Christmas yeah. time, which mm-hmm. is now, and then the happening on top of it. We've also got the potentials of uh, you know ETFs and all that kind of crap that's going on. Uh, more people are adopting this thing. There's more crypto wallets now than ever in oh, human yeah. history. All that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like a uh, a balloon. Uh, air balloon, a helium balloon being held underwater. You can only mm-hmm. keep it under that water for so long before it's going to lift up and, right. and sprout. So right. yeah. that's my opinion, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm just basing it on the history of Bitcoin and what happens and how I see the the market increase. And every time a happening occurs, the price of Bitcoin doubles its previous all-time high. So, so you're looking at... 120,000 thereabouts. Okay. Only one way to find out. 140? Some people are saying by the end of next year, Bitcoin could be worth $200,000 per coin. Sweet. It's not too late to get into it either. No. Any crypto at all, you can just go get a wallet, download a wallet, and buy yourself some crypto. Right. I think I just saw something. One in four Americans are into cryptocurrency. So what's wrong with the other uh, 75%? Come on, get on, get they, on. they don't know how to use a computer, probably. They all went to public school. Yeah, they're man. in nursing homes. <laughs> well, like I think, it's Captain, you and I were talking about this. It was like twenty years ago, trying to explain email. Oh yeah, or how to how to like PayPal. what's an at sign? Yeah, this is what all the people. Uh, really? I, what an at sign? What's an at sign? People didn't know what an at Hashtag, sign. Hashtag. Why do I? Uh, yeah. That's one of the most commonly known things on planet yeah. Earth. Right. Trying to tell people PayPal. So you get the app on your computer or on your phone and you tie your bank account. People, people literally, and then you, literally, I remember watching like the Today Show. I used to work graveyard, right? And like uh, I, I would come home and the Today Show would be on, right? As I'm like getting ready for, mm-hmm. for bed, right? I'm right. going to sleep at eight in the morning, whatever it is. And uh, the Today Show is on. I don't remember who the hosts were, but uh, they were talking about this and, and people were saying, you know, they did like the man on the street kind of the thing. They go right. outside, talk to people. Hey, do you have email? No, what's that? Right. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, they, they literally said, email? What do I need electronic mail for? I can just write a letter and put a stamp on an envelope. Yeah, because it only takes like six weeks for it to get to the person. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, this is the changes right. in, you know, technology and it just like culturally. Yes. Right. So like people were like, I can't even imagine needing that. That's so dumb. And nowadays... You can't even, I mean, I need to put in an email address for, like, everything I do. Yes. You know what I mean? You like, almost can't get by without one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that in in the town where I lived, they didn't, people didn't want a cell tower there. Right. Because, oh, this thing is so yeah, massive. And, you know, then they brought a crane and, like, this is what it's going to look like. And everyone was against it. Now... People are clamoring. I need a, I need cell service in my right. town. Yeah, it's yeah. just completely flipped. Around. And yeah. so uh, I'm old enough to have seen, I'm going to say, uh, multiple technological revolutions. Right? Like we've gone from the pull down map in classrooms to <laughs> oh, yeah, GPS. To, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the overhead projector. Yeah. I didn't think about the that. They probably don't have pull down maps Vitamin. or pull down any of the things because they don't need it. They just use. A computer? A projector and the, or something. And the globes, they tried to get you to believe that the earth is round by putting a globe. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy. I just, that that really, like, that, that oh, for some reason, the pull-down map, like, that just really got, do they even have chalk? I remember, so I remember when I was in high school, they introduced these things called a smart board. And it was like, and it was really dumb, actually, but it was, um, they were trying to be technologically advanced. I went to, like, a rich school district, and they were like, 
we have a bunch of money we need yeah, to burn, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, like a whiteboard, except it was hooked up to the computer. Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, I think they used a projector or maybe it was just like more like a TV type of situation, um, like a computer itself. But and that's what they would use instead of a whiteboard. And it was just a more high tech whiteboard. And you were able huh. to get the um, notes off of the board? Like they what were able to give you like a snapshot of what they were writing. Not on the board? yet. No, oh. no. I think this was pretty low, like compared to what they have today. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'm sure it's like way beyond that. So it was pretty low tech by even like today's standards. When you were going but... to school, because I'm significantly older than you are, when you were going to school, was there ever a time we used to have? Every now and again, we'd have AV day, and Film usually, strips. usually it was because like. Uh, a teacher called out sick. They had to bring in a sub. The sub doesn't know jack about the subject matter that they're trying to fill in for. Yeah. So they would bring in the top load VHS AV yeah. cart, and yeah, we would watch would a movie. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had those. Do they have school. that? We had, we had, um, by the time I was graduating, they didn't we because we just had projectors, and you would watch a movie on the on the whiteboard on the projector. Okay, all right. Um, but when I was in like elementary school and even middle school. Yep, they would wheel out that stupid TV with the with the VHS. Yep. And yep. 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 We had so. sixteen millimeter. You know, so that you put the thing. Yeah. We used to fight <laughs> over who got to change the film strip to oh, the next frame with a little beep. Yeah, because you'd play the audio recording on a analog cassette. cassette. Playback device. Yeah, we didn't have those. And and like the narrator would talk. Oh, there'd be a picture of like a rabbit. The rabbit lives in the field. The rabbit eats plant life. Ding. You'd have to flick to the next thing. Here we see a cow. Right, the cow yeah. eats grass. Ding. And then you'd have to flick the you know. Yeah. And you'd fight with your other classmates yeah, over like, who oh. got the privilege of changing the frame of the film yeah. strip. It was right. ridiculous. Because you were in control. People wanted to be in control. Yeah. Uh, I I think. They wanted yeah. to be special. They wanted to be singled well, out. Special yeah. control. You know? I can yeah. I can advance the film. Special. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was always like audio was terrible. How did we get on this topic? Uh, Bitcoin yeah. happening. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Yeah. Whiplash segue. Okay. All right, we're we're whipping back now to uh, number seven. I I don't know if you guys saw this online. There was. Uh, a photo, a profile. So one side of a of a, it was a kid yeah. wearing a uh, a Native American headdress, but his oh, face was painted black, black. <laughs> and a bunch of people were upset. What, it was like supposed to be blackface so, or something. Well, so he was at a, a football game, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, right, and so that's kind of their are thing. Black and red, right? Correct. Yes, uh, and so this profile picture. Got viral on the internet, and a bunch of you know people who got nothing better to do were and all outraged. They were all outraged because like somebody let their kid into the game with blackface, and that's racist. Blah blah blah. <laughs> it turns out that what they didn't it know was Taylor Swift. Oh, he was, is uh, that Native American, right? No, no, no. Uh, just the profile showed blackface, but if you looked at him from the front, it was red. His half yeah. his face was red, half his face yeah. was black. The team colors and the yeah. headdress was also black and red. The team colors. Yeah, that's colors. what I would assume. And so people got it wrong. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. This is a headline that didn't make it to you. Kansas City Chiefs fan plans to attend next game with black and red face paint after media accused child of racism. And he it's also the black and so red. so to me, it's more problematic 
to mass share a photo of a child on social media and ridiculing them or their parents or whatever. To me, that's that's the worst crime to like share somebody else's kid all over social media and make them go viral. That's weird. And that's that's a risk you, you know take I mean? by attending a public event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's just like, why are you sharing pictures of kids on your thing? I don't know. It just mm-hmm. it's it's because weird. they're outraged. And it's like they needed something to be outraged about Nikki, yeah. and they yeah. just chose it's this like poor you're kid. Bullying a little boy. That's exactly like, what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Can you mass bullying is what that is. Yeah. You're absolutely think, right. Like it went on. viral. Yeah. It went viral. It was in the news. That's I think crazy. El- Elizabeth Warren was very upset, and I think uh, yeah, Justin, Justin Trudeau was also very upset yeah. with, with the blackface. Yeah. Uh, that 1% Native American, or she's like, they shouldn't even be called the chiefs. Somewhat related. Uh, <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, Snickers made a commercial where there was a guy painting the end zone of a football field, and he was painting Chiefs, the Chiefs logo, in the end zone of the football field. And then, like, one of the coaches came up and was like, hey, that looks really great, but who are the chefs? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Right? So they've remade this commercial now, and it's just as good as the old one. It might even be better. I was surprised because I was like, Wait, this commercial seems familiar, but it's all like modern and everything, right? Yeah. And so they've remade the same Snickers commercial. With the chefs. Yeah, with the guy painting the end zone, and then the coach comes up and is like, "Hey, that's great, but who are the chefs?" And it's like not going uh, anywhere for a uh, while. Uh, right? <laughs> Dude takes a bite out of a Snickers because he's got work to do now. Right, right, you know? right. Forgot the eye. Yeah. All right, number six. Former official has been indicted. On three grand jury charges for altering 2020 election results. I hate that word official. Former official. Oh, not an NFL official. No, no. no. Just a... Uh, an official. <laughs> uh, some sort of vote counting Just official? unofficial official. Yeah, they don't mention the person by name here, but I'll bet you you could find it with some sleuthing on the internet. 603-283-6160 still to come more of this top 10 list more of your calls and thoughts it's free talk live segments of this Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live. There's probably time for you to get in if you call now. The telephone number is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. Before we go on, Free Talk Live listeners, we are asking you for a favor. Well, two favors, really. Uh, That is to write to Aria in prison and also write to Ian while he's in jail awaiting the next stages of his uh, persecution, if you will. I'm going to put information links to both of those. They already exist, actually. If you just go find, like, the Free Talk Live Twitter, um, scroll until you see. Write to Ian. Write to Aria. I'm posting these same links every time I'm in the studio, so it's convenient for you to find Rather than me recite what to do over the radio, you're not going to have time to write it down. Just go to our social media sites, Mastodon, Twitter, whatever it is, uh, and find the links 
uh, to write to Ian and Aria, please. Uh, they love getting letters. They love to know that the show is still going, that we're still going here. Uh, they love to hear from our listeners. Uh, and you can tell them about anything. Just write them a letter. You know, hey, this is what I'm doing. Uh, hey, I went to a libertarian thing. Or, hey, you know, I heard this about Bitcoin or whatever it is. Subjects that you think they might be interested in. Or just update them on your life if you've called before and they know who you are. Uh, please send them some letter. Send them some love because prison sucks. True so, that. So look for that. All right. We've been going through this uh, this top ten list of, uh, well, they're headlines that, really didn't make it to major media and i mean some of these suppressed yeah some of these barely made it to alternative media so uh number five reports of white lung pneumonia affecting mostly children in china has been found in massachusetts and ohio oh in mass i so i I heard heard about that but just not in massachusetts and ohio i heard massachusetts it's it's in the u.s uh whatever it is disease i've i've heard speculation i don't you know i'm i'm not I'm not a doctor. I'm not doing research officially for Wait, anyone. You are a doctor. I'm. You are a doctor. I thought oh. you were a doctor. I'm an honorary doctor. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yes. PhD. Uh, that is the spirit in which He's the honorary doctor. He's not a physician. Doctor, yes, not, I'm a not a physician. physician. Okay. I'm not a physician. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good. Yep. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up because we were a little confused there. I could tell. Because <laughs> you said I'm not a doctor. I'm like, wait a second. You are a doctor. <laughs> not officially. <laughs> You're like, wait, Lord. You are an Esquire. Like, doctor. Doctor. Reverend. It's like Prego. It's yeah, in there. He's in there. Uh, I heard that this white lung thing uh, is only popping up in people who have been vaccinated against Probably. COVID. Really? Yeah, specifically the Pfizer. Well, it sounds like they need another vaccine. Probably. I have a hard I I don't know. I'm so disillusioned from everything. I just feel like Welcome everything's the club, fading. Man. I'm like, everything this isn't is really fake. happening. We're in a sim. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like... No one's getting sick. You don't have pneumonia. There's no war a, in the Middle East. There's yeah, but I mean, prove it. Maybe Joe there Biden is. Biden was elected. Come on, Joe Biden. You, you, Joe Biden. You want me to believe that's a real person? Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is a real person, but um, or a robot, alien, CGI. I don't know. CGI. I think. Much like every president since I've been alive, there's there's an actor. Yeah, there's somebody's hand up it's, their butt, moving a, their mouth. Yeah, there's a reason why somebody like Ronald Reagan became president, not because he was such a great politician, but because he was a good actor. Yeah. He had a career in Dining acting. Donald Trump. He right. made film. Right. When Donald Trump got elected, I'm like, oh, I've seen this one before. This is a freaking No, rerun. but that was great TV for four years. I mean, it was great TV. I guess so. <laughs> I, that I was entertainment. Come on, I don't. I None don't, of it's real. I it's try not fate. to pay any attention to any of that crap, even though some of it's entertaining, because yeah. that's it's not designed to it's be like entertaining. Validating the it, but that's why it's entertaining. That's the reason it's entertaining <laughs> is because it's awful. It's an awful uh, commentary on the state of the human being. It's reality yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah, and I think it goes beyond, um, you know, like the state of the nation or whatever. Yeah, it's like the state of humans yeah. as like cognitive sentient beings yeah. it is it's sad it's Have like you guys whoa. seen uh mad max fury road no mm. sounds like it's coming to our country great freaking movie um seriously if if like if 
you ever thought Mad Max the movies were cool? Yeah. Like this one blows it out of the like the whole it reinvigorated. Wasn't it supposed franchise. to take place in 2020? Mad Max mm, 2023. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's this scene in Mad Max Fury Road where um, I don't know what to call him. We'll call him like sort of the the dictator of the tribe, yeah. the the controller of the water, right? Right. Uh, he's standing at this thing that's gonna gonna spew water over this like ledge onto the people and all the people they're all like looking desolate and they're all sunburnt and skinny yeah, and they're they're, they're grabbing anything they can they can carry that might hold some water right in anticipation and so like a politician he gives this big speech he bloviates about how awesome he is and how they should be thankful for him being their leader etc and so on and then eventually he turns the water on and everybody collects some water and they're all very thankful for that that's how people are today still that was just yeah. a uh, like it's a microcosm of what people are like now it's just that you know water is quote the economy unquote right the politicians are the dictators who are going we're gonna fix all this no you're not you're the ones who created all this mm-hmm. and you're doing anything but fixing it yeah people's expectations really need to change they really need to come out of this fog this brainwashing this public school indoctrination that politicians are good that government is doing anything worthwhile it's not all it's doing is costing you time and money and effort it's stifling innovation everywhere it goes and as an organization type it violates consent yeah if you can't like if for no other reason the existence of the institution of government should go away because it violates consent. There is no other organization on planet Earth that violates consent that is tolerated. None. You wouldn't tolerate it if your school violated your consent or yeah. your or your children, right, without mm-hmm. your permission, right? You get really upset about that. If uh, your doctor does something without your consent, you get really upset about that. If any other area of your life does anything without your consent, violates your consent, in any way you know it's wrong it's it's immoral it's unethical yeah. it's just bad humanity to go against another human's consent yet we have this organization type that violates consent daily every day yeah. every minute of every day it's violating your consent but people are tricked into believing that it is necessary they're dependent on the system and they can't even fathom a world without it like they can't they're like the roads i mean we had one guy pave the roads um, who was the guy that called in from Tennessee who I forget what we were talking about, like secession stuff, independent yeah. stuff. And he's like, well, good luck not having water and electricity and like <laughs> yeah. all this stuff as if, first of all, as if the state doesn't provide that for it. You know what I mean? Like the, right. the actual, like that is not a federal thing. Right. Um, and he was just like really angry about it. Like, oh yeah, good luck even existing without all this stuff. And it's like, first of all, I don't even need any of that from anyone else. I can drill a well. I can produce my own solar. Like, I can live completely off-grid independently if I wanted to. I don't necessarily maybe want to do that. I like some of the luxuries that living on the grid provides and the the stability or whatever. But it's like, first of all, don't pretend like the state of New Hampshire needs the federal United States. Absolutely, 100%. We do not. The federal United States is a leech on people living here if anything yeah and it's just like you don't think we have resources here like are you kidding it's just but that's like the the indoctrination and in, in the brainwashing like people 
couldn't even fathom. Like, like their imagination has been removed. How can we get rid of that yeah. one star in the well, that's American the flag? Point. We'll have to go back to 49 stars. But, we can't do that. But that's the point. <laughs> that's the point of public school is to yeah. strip your imagination from you. Like, think about, like, how much more creative you had to be to even live and survive 200 years ago. Yeah. With pull-down maps. With pull-down maps. pull-down maps. But you know ago. what I mean? To like build a house and you know all of the things just yeah. to to eat food and get water and survive. You just needed to use creativity for basic things day to day. And now they have made everything so bland. And it's just like you just go to Walmart and you just buy the crap that you need for your house. And you don't create things and you don't fix things. You hire somebody to fix that. And it's... Yeah. You know, and it's like this is kind of what public school has, you know, like taught people to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To lose their creativity. You're not going to be an artist. You're not going to make music. You're not going to do any of those things. You're going to go to college. You're going to be something Get in debt. normal. <laughs> You're going to be in debt and live in this box. And that's what they want you to be. Yeah. And that's why we're, we're here because people have just been had all of the creativity and right. the lust for life. They don't like free-range humans. Of them. They don't like free-range humans. No. No. For sure not. No. All right. Uh, whiplash segue uh, back to this top <laughs> ten <laughs> list. Uh, number four. BLM leader. That's uh, Black Lives Matter, not the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you cleared that up. Thank you. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, before Black Lives Matter, BLM was the whole, like, the Ammon Bundy right. ranch yeah. kind of thing. Like, and the Bureau. And so they were like, the BLM today, the BLM today, the BLM. It was like pounded into your head on the news. And then that went away for some period of time. And yeah. then all of a sudden, Black Lives Matter, the BLM, the BLM, the BLM. And I'm like, oh, there's two BLMs. Hmm. They, they should have to merge. Be specific. Yes. The Black Lives Matter leader endorses Trump for president in 2024 and accuses Democrats of racist policies. Whoa, wait a second. That's from The Onion. No? Uh, I don't know. Wait, can you read that headline one more time? I don't believe that that's actually true. BLM leader endorses Trump for president in 2024, accuses Democrats of racist policies. All right, the whole world is upside down. I mean, that's true. I mean, yes. It's far worse than most people uh, think it is. Uh, Wow. Let's just see if... Let's see if this produces any it's results. Pretty funny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just look. Uh, Fox News. Well, I, it must yeah, be. It must it be must true. Be true. <laughs> must be true. Fox <laughs> News. Oh my gosh. Uh, apparently, this did make it to uh, you know mainstream media. But yeah, oh. yeah, mainstream. Yeah. Uh, a Black Lives Matter leader threw his support behind President Trump uh, for the White House, accusing Democrats of racist policies. Wow. Mark Fisher, who is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, Rhode Island. Joan joined uh, blah 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 to discuss why black voters are leaving Democrats. Okay, blah blah blah. So, well, there is a headline. Yeah, a leader that. from Rhode Island. Uh, yeah, well, um, it's one maybe. I don't know. What is CTIL? Anyone? Bueller? CTIL. No. Use it in a sentence. CTIL files reveal how government conspired to censor citizens after the 2020 election. I'm sorry, conspired to censor citizens and alter the 2020 election. CTI, there must be some sort of... Uh, Censorship, uh, Cyber Threat Intelligence League? Cornerstone Tech, no, that's not it. Well, some important, oh, uh, uh, some important organizations. The Century's that. Textile Industries, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Giving Connecticut, free, Illinois. Giving free advertising to somebody. <laughs> anyway, 
Uh, number two, Joe Rogan says, anyone who tells him to trust the experts, quote unquote, can S his D. <laughs> Word, yeah, <laughs> same. COVID taught him that the so-called experts are bought and paid for. Duh. Experts. So that's another one. Experts, officials, officials. and authorities. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Don't trust those people. A study shows no. that experts and authorities and what's the other one? <laughs> officials. And officials are, are some key words to be aware of. <laughs> They're triggering me yep. at this point. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, congratulations, Joe Rogan, but you're late. It, yep. it took. I mean, I think he's been probably thinking that for a while, but it's like you could have said it. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork now. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, what is the phrase? Um, you know, it, it takes a lot to be a patriot or someone who who goes out and, and, you know, breaks the mold. And then when it's easier for other people to do it, everyone oh, does it. You're talking about the second man syndrome. Uh, so Hundredth monkey, yeah. second uh, man, second man uh, in any social movement. I think it's a Mark Twain quote in, in any social movement. There's always the first guy. Yeah. The guy who says, the guy. says, hey, uh, I think there's a better way. Mm-hmm. And I think this is how it should be done. And it's uh, then we come into the Gandhi quote, right? First, they laugh at you. Right. Right. Yeah. Then they ridicule you. Wait, no. Wait, what's the quote? I remember. They laugh I at you. Know. First, they laugh at you. Then they something. They call you names they, or whatever. Mm, then, then they, they fight you. And then you win. And then you win. Right. Yeah. So so the second man syndrome is that one guy stands up for something, right? Hey, I think uh, slavery is wrong, right? And everybody else is like, ha, 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 ha. Yep. Oh, you dummy. Uh, slavery has been, you know, we can't, how yeah. would we get by without slavery? Who would pick <laughs> the cotton? Right. Right. You know, like, ha, 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 you're dumb, right? Everybody laughs at him. They ridicule him. Uh, they make fun of him. But then there's the second man who goes, wait a minute. I also think. Yeah. Oh. I also think slavery is dumb. And then all of a sudden, a lot of other people right. are the third and the fourth. So it's actually the second man. This is why it's called second man syndrome. Yeah. It's the second man that's the most important in any social change when, mm. when it comes to humans. Right? Because without the second man going, yeah, hey, I also, then no one else will get up. Even if they think the same way, they feel the same way. Right? Even if the evidence supports the position of the one guy that's getting ridiculed, without the second man, no change ever happens. Right. The first man, yes, should be congratulated and applauded for being having the courage to be the first man. Yeah. But the second man is actually the linchpin that creates the, we'll call it a landslide, or at least the wave of movement. And I think that's what you're referring to right. now. The, the, the Mark Twain quote says, in the beginning of a change, the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him, for then it costs nothing to be a patriot. Right. So you can substitute patriot for you know right, yeah. anything. Yeah, right. yeah. Someone who's out front and outspoken. Yeah. So Joe Rogan, you know, and and people maybe like Tucker Carlson or uh, you know who's coming out of the woodwork now. So, I mean, everybody yeah. seems to be you know questioning the narrative when three or four years ago they wouldn't question anything because they're probably that... under the control of network news. Now you have yeah. Joe Rogan, like the independent media. Yeah. You know, Tucker Carlson is now off of Fox and he's just like spouting all kinds of like, wow, that's yeah. pretty heavy stuff. Whereas he was kind of kept on a leash at Fox. And the same yeah. thing, probably Joe Rogan. Now it's like, hey, I don't care. Spotify, fire me. I'm the the most popular media figure in yeah. the country. Yeah. No, he doesn't need a network. Yeah. He doesn't need someone to tell that's him. That's the thing. Yeah. When right. you have the most popular podcast probably in the world. Right. Yeah. You don't need anyone. And you, you have can freedom, say whatever you want. Yeah. And that's true freedom to say what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Without having to have sponsors like, yeah. I'm going to leave you. Well, go ahead. Leave me. Yeah. We got 200 million people listening to the podcast or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So same thing like Elon Musk. He's starting to, you know, come out, you know, to say, hey, 
FCCU advertisers. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> go FCC. Go yourself. FCC yourself. And if you didn't hear me, I just said go FCC yourself. All right. Uh, number one, James O'Keefe releases bombshell undercover report exposing China's operation of a biolab in California. Oh, we knew that. A biolab, a Chinese biolab in California? Yeah. That was, that, that was about three months ago that information was released. I heard that a few months ago. Uh, I, and the question follow how many more Chinese biolabs are there in the U.S.? Probably a I lot. Think the, I think the thing was that, that California was giving that biolab tax breaks. That's how the story oh, broke yes. a few yes, months yes, ago. Yes. Like, can that you believe that thing. Newsom is giving them tax breaks for, for a bio a Chinese biolab in California? So, uh, I just want to add to, because uh, we talked about the uh, folks uh, who have pulled their advertising from Twitter mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. of what, you know, Musk's FCC, FCC, <laughs> FCC yourself, comment. comment. Uh, the list here says uh, Apple has pulled their advertising, Disney, The Washington Post. The Compost. Washington Compost, nice. Uh, Paramount, NBC. Marvel, well, we already said Disney, so yeah. IBM, Sony Pictures, CBS, The Colbert Show, Comcast, oh. Lionsgate, and Warner Brothers. Good. I don't want to see their advertising their advertisements anyway. I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know. Yeah, I am, but you know, <laughs> go FCC yourself. I, Change yeah. my mind. <laughs> Like, uh, Musk is, like, too many libertarians sort of hero-worship Musk, and so I try not to jump on that bandwagon. But in this particular case, I appreciate his foul-mouthed nature. Right. right? I am all about free speech. I, I do love to cuss, which is one of my pet peeves about doing this show, is that I, well, I can't do oh, it. Oh, see, I'm incomplete. I've got this to, is great, I've got to, I never swear anymore. I've got to watch the FCC <laughs> about what I say. i got to make sure I don't accidentally FCC it up. <laughs> yeah. You know, or the or the FCC will be after your FCC. Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to be that. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, David in New Mexico calling. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Minneapolis, where where'd you live in Minneapolis, Captain? Uh, in Minneapolis, like I don't know how how much more specific to be. Uh, the he north. Wants yeah, the coordinates. What, what neighborhood? I was in the northeast side. I was in the northeast side. Oh, up there with all the with the Eastern Europeans. Uh, yeah, in fact, there was this great um, I, I, Italian deli. I don't know if it's still there, uh, but they had oh my god, the best fresh baked breads and uh, you know uh, you know sliced meats and uh, homemade uh, salads and potato salads and stuff like that. Like real deli, like homemade grandma yeah. made it kind of stuff. Uh, it was expensive, yes, but but I went there frequently because it was you know like three doors down from where I lived. What what street was that deli on? Oh my god! What was your mother's maiden name, Captain? Um, I'm trying to remember hey, hey, now. Dude, you don't you don't know Minneapolis, uh, uh, classic Coke uh, Pepsi guy. Um, <laughs> I, I lived I lived in Minneapolis for uh, half of my youth, so I know every street yeah. there, and it's like old, I, it's I lived old there for like stuff. four years, more than 22 years ago. So you'll have to excuse me if I don't remember the exact latitude and longitude of the apartment I rented on the northeast side. I don't care about your apartment. I was asking about the deli. Well, you have Google yes, Men. Street you Google were Thanks for the call. <laughs> that was the least interesting call. Yeah. What ever street had. did you live on? 
What was your dog's name? What was your mother's maiden name? What's your social? I'm trying to remember the name of the street that I lived on, and it's escaping me for some reason. Yeah. Um, But the food was good. Yeah. I'd have to go look it up. It's like, I mean, dude, it's like 30 freaking years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's near the deli and the Easy Stop. That's that's all I remember. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a Panera Bread Corporation. Between, like the Easy Stop was on one side of the neighborhood, the deli was on the other side yeah. of the neighborhood. Anyway, it's a Panera and a Subway. Oh, that now. Bread was so good though, man. Like real, real Italian, you know, loaf like homemade, fresh out of With the, the oven. sesame seeds on oh, yeah. uh, it. No well, I mean, they had both. They also made these uh, homemade. Uh, uh, crunchy baked breadsticks, right? Oh. They they looked like uh, really thick straws. Yeah, um, yeah. But yep. they were homemade, and, and so they bar. were a little bit irregular. Like you go by the ones in the store, they're all uniform. Yeah. They're all exactly yeah. the same thing. Yeah, they look like they bad. look like cigars or something yeah. like that. Yeah. These didn't quite look like that. They looked like twigs almost, right? But they were yeah. semi-uniform, and they did sell them in this little package, this little box or whatever. And uh, yeah, you could get like a little ole. They called it olio, but it was garlic butter. Right, and you could just dip it's like that margarine. In yeah, it's basically yeah, with garlic, some garlic margarine. Yeah. yeah, and you dip your breadstick in that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was so good. I Yummy, that sounds delish. Yeah, I, I wish there were places like that. You know, now I don't find yeah. too many of them. The closest... I found a cool Polish bakery in my travels mm. once, somewhere yeah. in the New England area, and I was very excited. And yeah, and they were like, "What are you doing?" They're like, "Are you Polish?" And I'm like. No, I was just I am today. in the neighborhood. <laughs> and they're I'm like, some kielbasa. They were just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, they were yeah. like, what do you do? They're like, whoa, like non-Polish people. Like, don't come here. This is like, you know, get whatever. Out of, get out of my shop. Yeah, they, they were like, oh, that's cool. But they had a bunch of like really cool, like imported stuff. Cheap. Yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah. I'd love to go back. There's a place in Cromwell, Connecticut called Phil's. Okay. F-I-L-S. Little Polish deli. It's you know, really good. Yeah. Or you can go to New Britsky, New Britain, Connecticut. Broad Street, New Britain. You get your Polish items Broad there. Street. That's where all the broads are. Yeah. Yeah. Where the broads are. Going yeah. down to Broad Street. You're going to cruise for broads. Um, so do we have a bonus uh, of the top 10? Do we have one there, more? There, that- there is a bonus, but it was, I didn't think it was very interesting. Oh. It says, Speaker Johnson. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Ha, ha. His name is Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, yeah. Bonus. Speaker Johnson ramps up Biden impeachment. Stating Biden has lied at least 16 times about his involvement in his family's business schemes. At least 16 times. I mean. Maybe more. He got elected president. I'm pretty sure it's way more than 16 lies. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. way more than 16. I'm pretty sure every time he opens his mouth, some sort of a lie, falsehood, fib, whatever you want to call it, yeah. comes out. Yeah. So that Either brings us back to that Elton John story. Something weird and creepy. <laughs> Uh, I did get this uh, top 10 list from a Twitter um, account called Tara Bull, 808, T-A-R-A-B-U-L-L, 808, in case you want to subscribe. We are out of time. Thanks to all of our callers. Thanks to all of our listeners. Thank you, Nikki, for joining me. Thank you, Steve Classic, for joining me today. Uh, Thank you, Captain. You are welcome. If you missed any part of the program, find the archives over at freetalklive.com where you can download the replays and listen for free. There's over 20 years of content there, so have that. Thanks. Peace. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. 
It's the Realtor Mark Warden. Now you can learn more about the awesome things happening here in New Hampshire in our march toward liberty in our lifetime. Our friends at Porcupine Real Estate are hosting a series of webinars to educate you on the expanded freedoms enjoyed by New Hampshire citizens. Reserve your seat today at move.freetalklive.com. Topics include gun freedom, medical freedom, and political freedom victories. They also have a couple on best practices for moving to the free state and finding housing. These webinars are super helpful and free to attend once you've registered at move.freetalklive.com. Visit their YouTube channel, Porcupine Real Estate, for videos from past presentations and sign up for upcoming webinars for free at move.freetalklive.com. Porcupineralestate.com